0: Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm so I could take sweet victory. I know this life meant for-
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the. Must not take yourself too seriously, and six1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, "Hey. <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: For me, yeah, yeah, yeah. why would you bet on Goliath when we got Bet David? Yeah. Value taming, giving value's contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to haters. Howdy run, homie, look what i become. I'm the, I'm the one.
2: Okay, we are live. Rob, what episode are we on today? 3.48. Uh, 3.48 PBD Podcast. We got, uh, obviously, uh, quite a few stories to discuss. Last night there was a Trump town hall yep. Okay, with Fox. Then there was a CNN debate. DeSantis against Haley, no Vivek, uh, uh, right after uh, Christie announces he's stepping away. But there was a hot mic of him saying certain things. About Nikki Haley, which we'll talk about. The debate between DeSantis and Haley was very weird because it looked like they flat out couldn't stand each other. I love it. Did you see the ending of it? I did. Didn't. So, you know, when they did the uh, Hillary Clinton and, and, uh, and the Trump debate— And then at the end, said, Can you say one good thing about uh, Trump or Hillary? And then both of them actually gave one good thing about, and they couldn't stand each other. Trump's family is what she applauded. Trump's family, kids, and she was very respectful about the kids. And then Trump said, Hillary doesn't quit. She's a fighter. And you could tell, it was actual compliments. (laughs) Haley did not give a sincere compliment. It was super snobby. Did you hear it? Did you hear, Uh, did you watch the entire debate or no? I did, I did. Okay, yeah. So we'll talk about that one right there. Yeah, she's part of the disc camp, It's man. unattractive. She it's is. unattractive. Bro. We'll talk about that. She, she said she hit her nerve. DeSantis says you're making excuses. It was great. And then at the same time, uh, aside from all this stuff going on, Pat, Mac- Pat McAfee, Adam and I had a very nice little back and forth on what's going to happen with Pat McAfee. Wait till you see the decision. I mean, you at this point, if you're watching the podcast, I'm sure you already know what he did. We're going to play the clip. We're going to have some commentary on it. And as if there's not enough drama already in sports... Stephen A. Smith and Jason Whitlock go at it because Jason Whitlock calls Stephen A. Smith the Kevin Hart of sports TV. Is Jason Whitlock is the guy that was supposed to be. Jason yeah. ah, Whitlock oh, yeah. is a yeah. sweet man. Stephen yes.
3: A. Smith uh, yeah. never even mentions his name ever. 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 ever.
4: He was the one guy. running across our uh, driveway trying to avoid it. So so Jason
2: us Whitlock pre- is the guy at the Fearful Show. He has a show called Fearful. Fe- he's so yeah. fearful. There's a, fearful or fear-, fear?
3: It's fearless, but, you know. There's a lot
2: of fear involved. Fearless, also known as? security Cat. Hat. Fearful. Fearful. Is Very we'll fearful. We'll talk about that. Okay, yeah. anyway, so that's a inside joke between us. But look, yeah. you guys brought it up. You called that Stephen A. We'll talk about it. A few other stories uh, aside from that. Uh, last night, uh, uh, SEC apparently approved the ETF. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, my thing is correct. ETF. Let, me, let yes. me pull this up here right now. Yeah, that's right. They approved uh, the ETF for Bitcoin. And Bitcoin went up slightly, but there's there's some other things we can talk about with this SEC authorizing the ETF. We'll talk about that. Um, California lawmakers, ready for this? Yeah. Considering banning tackle football for kids under the age of 12, Okay. All my four kids would qualify for that, including Brooklyn. This means Brooklyn cannot play tackle football. She's finished. That's what that's what would happen oh, in California. That's discriminatory. <laughs> in I watched this video yesterday. You you were walking the streets of New York. I don't know if you saw that. You were in the streets of New York, I and went, then you step in this thing, and it drops. I saw what the Jew, and then you looked below, and these the Jewish people that were dancing doing it. like un. Believable to the point where you started dancing. I was yeah.
5: such, the rhythm was ridiculous. So you maybe just, we'll show a should, clip okay. of what's you going up
2: on under a a the You yeah. got indoctrinated. There yeah. it is. Okay. So Hunter Biden comes up with uh, uh, three uh, members of the, was it Gambino or the, the Genovese? I don't know which family it was, but <laughs> Hunter Biden shows up with a couple mobsters. <laughs> Fauci had a seven hour back and forth and he was, uh, 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 apparently, rumor has it, he was wearing flip flops. Because he kept <laughs> flipply flopping. Flippity flip, flopping. Flop. Rob, am I saying that correctly? He kept going flip, flip, flop, flop, flop flip. But we'll talk about that. And then here's a political story talking about that the Epstein list and uh, is a far right, uh, 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 is obsessed with sex trafficking. Political says, why is the far right so obsessed with sex trafficking? And I love what Chris Cuomo said to somebody on Twitter, which we'll show here in a minute as well. It. Uh, what else do we got going on here? A bunch of uh, did you guys hear about the the new podcast that's getting started? What? What? It's going to be a legendary podcast. Here? No. Oh. So Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, and Bill Belichick oh, are starting a podcast. Oh, what are they going to call it? We're out. We're- <laughs> <laughs> We're out. <laughs> we're out, bro. Peace. Can you imagine yeah. if they pull up a Cat Williams and talk shit about oh, all the players? Oh <laughs> like, if you want to say shit about me? Do yeah. you remember that one time yeah. you did this and you did that? Oh. No, but uh, I heard they uh, were going to call it goaching. Yeah, like Sa- coaching. Saban stepped away. Per- uh, 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 Saban actually retired. Pete Carroll stepped away, and Bill Belichick. Rumor has it it's going to be done. Uh, I think it's mutual separation there. Charlemagne the God trashes Biden and then indirectly ends up trashing Trump more, saying we don't really have a, a candidate. Ray Epps sentenced to one year's probation for his role in the right. I wonder why that is.
4: And $500.
2: Don Lemon is officially bringing his show to X. It's Lemon, Pat. Forgive Say me. Say it right. But Don Lemon Simon. is bringing his show to <laughs> X, Lemon. which, by the way, I'm actually really excited to see what he's going to do. Let me tell you why. Because it's no longer within the... You know, yeah. you know I, because some people still are within somebody, right? I'm going to be curious to know what he's going to be doing, what he's going to be saying. Very much looking forward to it. 10, 15 years ago, he said some stuff that was pretty powerful, and it was so direct went viral. Maybe a part of that comes out. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. Hope so. X announces peer-to-peer payment services. And then uh, Chinese billionaire is second biggest foreign owner of U.S. land. And uh, Melania Trump's mom... Amalija uh, died at the age of 78. And this entire time, everybody was wondering if Trump, you know, all the issues, marital, all that stuff. This is actually something that was going on. So it's always.
3: She's the same age as Trump, which I find a little uh, interesting. Well,
2: maybe you can comment on that. The mother in
3: law. Yeah saying
2: hey. is that like a is are you saying it from a standpoint of a hero status like Pat, that's who I'm you just look stating
4: up to facts around here i got yeah, no opinions take, something something. i can, I can uh, only stay back daddy thing going on i felt an element just saying they're like, the same age that's hero. all i'm saying okay
2: now let me tell you what we're doing gang here's what we're doing Manect was on before we get into it let me go to uh talk to you about Manect. so we got an internal contest going on last week again uh, Tom had 31 Manects in a single day, 12 calls, 19 texts. I respond to all the Manects in audio, and in the last, I want to say, six weeks, I've done nearly 200 Manects. All, 100%, I respond in audio. Uh, it's my voice when I'm responding back. You're doing a bunch of calls. This guy's doing a bunch of calls with young men that are wanting you know, advice and life and finance and how to change your life, going from maybe the party side to getting your finances in order. Uh, uh, and then Tom, you're doing a bunch of things with that, but there's an internal contest going on as well, folks. Look at this as election time. Okay, <laughs> you got Tom, you got Vinny, you got Adam. Who do you love the most? Show your love by connecting with them and do a video call with them. Text them, send a video response from that. You're gonna get Adam, Vinny, and Tom in the flesh responding back to you. Last time I did this connect call out, I did it at the end of the podcast. We got a lot of them, but this time I'm doing it at the beginning because there's a contest, friendly contest. This thing's going to get a little bit nervous Come here. Come guys and girls. Because I help. announced uh, uh, right before Christmas, I think it was around Christmas or a day before Christmas, whoever from that day gets to 500 Manex, it doesn't matter if it's a call or it's a video or if it's a text, any of these three guys. By the way, if anybody else wants to participate, you can also compete because we got a bunch of other new people on Manex that are grown rapidly. I'll make a video about it today. Whoever gets to 500 gets a $2,000 suit from me and they're all fighting for it, <clears throat> Tom's in the lead right now at 136. 130? Second place is Vinny right now with 65.
5: Oh, snap. But
2: Adam is only behind you by two with 63. Can I address yeah. my
5: constituents? Go ahead. With give, give, it, give it 20 seconds. Hi, everybody. I'm Vincent Oshana. Tom's rich. Adam's rich. I'm not. (laughs) Please, Manek. Manek, I want to win. Please (laughs) help. Thank you. Support a brother. Take a lesson from Tom. This is
3: how bad Tom wants to win. Slash his prices in half. It's a bogo on Manek. Thanks, Tom. No, 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 no. no, It is what it is, Tom.
4: I have a witness with Pat. I did not do that. Bogo with Tom. Please. By the way, by the way, you already seen it. Guys, I'm, look, I'm doing the, po-
5: po- the yeah. politician thing. Okay. Hey, hand. Rob,
2: do you have the link below so people can download it? Put it in the chat as well if you can, and put it in the description. Folks, go download it, or take one of these QR codes. Whoever you want to go to, take the QR code, go to them, ask them a question. You know who I'm rooting for? Yeah, who's that?
3: I'm rooting for Vinny. Thanks, I'll tell you why. Right. Tom's got enough money. He's already playing the game. He, spl- he slashes it- prices in half. By the way, if you want advice from the biz doc, super cheap for a
4: great advice oh my God. you can you go to the website AdamLives.com yeah. because I <laughs> did not do that it's great <laughs> <laughs>
3: you,
4: you know you're what you,
3: <laughs> listen that's you know cool. what you're getting from PBD the goat whatever the price is it's worth the price of admission oh, so Tom is slashing advi- his vice half off <laughs> You don't, des- don't need the money. What I'm telling the people you're is they're, get, they're getting <laughs> right, a great listen, deal. I just got
5: my but boy. I, my, my I'm boy rooting for Vinny. Me. Thanks, buddy. If All you want right, to be cheered up at. in your life, call Vinny.
2: I'm watching right now to see who's going to get just during this call here today. But anyways, go download okay. the app. It's a place I love communicating on Manek. That's the number one app I check when I wake up in the morning. All these influencers. Every week we're getting hundreds of influencers joining Manect right now. And what happens is on instagram and on linkedin people don't respond 95 98% of the time nobody responds back to you at menec they do because i believe you need to pay for somebody to respond respond back to you they have busy lives if you want somebody to get back to you pay for it and they will and it's a guaranteed way of getting people to respond and that's what we did menec the whole story with menec for me was years ago a lawyer I did a seven minute call with this guy, charged me for 30 minutes, upset me. I asked the lawyer, can I pay you by the minute? He says, no lawyer charges by the minute. I said, one day I will develop a website or an app that I get to pay people by the minute. This is why we call the app. Do you have a minute to connect? Let's connect. We're going to turn connect into a verb. It's C- going to be in the dictionary. Minec- Let's connect. Can I, can I say one? Just to let everybody know,
5: because I hear a lot of. Uh, it, Vinny, why don't we just cameo? This is not. Cameo, and just a quick thing I'm, You guys know who I am, comedian, funny, crazy People call me the C word, I, I don't even like saying it I'm a coincidence theorist But I everything from I make people laugh To telling them jokes, to yesterday I prayed with a dude I'm crying emotional about wow. it.
2: Wow, dude, it, it, this thing is isn't it re- the greatest experience, rewarding
5: because you're making an impact, right? One, th- this, by the way, this isn't like I'm saying. This isn't a happy birthday, John.
2: No. I mean, you could get that if you want, but this isn't what. And and be honest though, every once in a while, like there is an element to uh, uh, like people ask to see your tattoo. I was, with your shirt off. I was no.
5: Oh, you hold on. Hold on, guys. On? Hey, hold on. Can I go back? Hey, everybody. If you want to see me, with my shirt off.
2: Manek, I'll right. do it. <laughs> Anyways, let's get right into yeah. it, guys. we got Look a lot of topics you, to cover. I love you. Uh, uh, vote by Manek. Tom, put your phone Tom, aside. Tom, put your phone down. What are you slashing prices? He just lowered he his price again. Price.
3: <laughs> you can't trust this guy. Let's what are do you doing? Yeah. $8? All
2: right, let's go. First story. Pat McAfee, we talked about it yesterday, right? We sat there and we said, Pat McAfee, He's not going to cave. It's ESPN or Pat McAfee. I don't think he's going to cave. I think ESPN is the person with, what do you call it, the example I gave. with They're the people that they're going to do this and they're going to do that. Well, the story comes out 24 hours later, and guess what, folks? What happened? Aaron Rodgers will no longer be a guest on the Pat McAfee show for the remainder of the season, as confirmed by Pat McAfee, who expressed there will be a lot of people who are happy with that, myself included, to be honest with you, I am happy that he's not going to be in my mentions wow. going forward, which is great news. During the final appearance on the show, and Rogers primarily discussed his ongoing feud with Jimmy Kimmel and his controversial viewpoints on COVID. Pat McAfee, remaining loyal to Rogers, acknowledged some of his thoughts and opinions do piss a lot of people off. McAfee also expressed relief saying, I am pumped that we will no longer be in every single Wednesday of my life which it has been the past few weeks. Rob, can you play this clip? And I think go past the first 20 seconds to the announce right there. Play it from right there. Go ahead.
6: Myself included, to be honest, with the way it ended, <laughs> go he a little
2: got bit, real Yeah, mm-hmm.
6: And myself included, uh, to be honest, with the way the it beginning. ended, he got real low. What we do know is the guy that stopped by yesterday caused quite a conversation. A little yeah. bit, yeah. A little bit. Now? Very usual. Not like that. The uh, <laughs> yeah. So Aaron Rodgers Tuesday season four is uh, done. Yeah. Oh, That's fine. There could be a lot of people that are happy with that. Myself included, to be honest. With the <laughs> way it ended, it got real loud. Mm-hmm. And uh, real loud. I'm happy that that. Is not going to be my mentions going forward, Mm -hmm. which is great news. We're a conversation show. People are having conversations. We live in a country that has freedom of speech, but also you're going to have to deal with the consequences of your freedom of speech. So what I'm saying is we've given a lot of people who've been waiting for us to fail a lot of ammo and things to attack us for over the last week. And we would love to get back to the point where we just move on and continue to silence all the haters over here who can't negotiate as good as I can. All the people over here who can't create a show as good as us okay. and all the people up here who are just going to always be here and they're going to hustle and do their thing, which I respect. But we need to do that. And that is our focus. That is our goal. And Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. He's a four-time MVP. MVP. He's a massive piece of the NFL yeah. story. Whenever you go back and tell it, he will be a huge part of it. We are very lucky to get a chance to chat uh-huh. with him and learn from him. Some of his thoughts and opinions, though, do piss off a lot of people. A lot of people. And uh, I'm pumped that that is no longer going to be every single Wednesday of my life, uh, which it has been for the last few weeks. On Friday, obviously, I threw us into the fire as well. Forever stand by that. Everything else, though, (laughs) like, just can't do that and not what we want to be known for. And I'm also pumped that I have to do these types of talks anymore. So with that being said, sports are alive right now.
2: What do you think about that?
5: Uh, Dude, just uh, who was the guy that was talking to him, Tom? Who was the guy that they were mentioning? That
7: Norby Williamson. Norby, yeah, Norby. Norby Williamson. So, yeah.
5: I, what do you th- I think. Norby after,
4: the corporate bureaucrat yeah.
5: guy. I think after that last time, the video that we saw, they came in there and they said, hey, listen, you are going to do this. You are going to say this. And that is that. After he did that big ass speech about how he's in charge and he's the man and all that. I, I, I don't even watch this show, but there's I, I lost so much respect for him because he didn't stand his ground, period. Adam
3: look let's just go over the facts right because we're gonna have a lot of opinions on this who owns espn
5: right disney
3: disney right abc (laughs) disney we've talked about this sell espn thanks Tom. disney uh we uh we've talked about this a million times where the biggest advertiser on legacy media mainstream media is who big pharma a month ago we had a conversation with Colby, uh, Covington. Colby Covington less than a month ago where he basically called out tra- uh, Travis Kelsey. We see what's going on with him and Taylor Swift. He's been bought, sold, paid for by Pfizer. That's done. He said he made $20 million when any other advertising basically agenda would have been closer to $5 million. It's a pay-for-play, pay-for-play situation going on with legacy media, mainstream media, Disney, ABC, ESPN, Pfizer. We all know they're in bed together. In comes... Pat McAfee. Hey, I'm rough and tumble. I don't wear no sleeves. I kick ass for a living. I do what I want. Aaron Rodgers. All right, cool. You just got a taste of what it's like working in mainstream media. I don't know if he actually stands by these comments, doesn't stand by these comments. What I do know is that whatever relationship he had with Aaron Rodgers is now defunct. If you're Aaron Rodgers, how are you looking at Pat McAfee being like, yeah, that's my boy? Never. I don't think so. done. done. So we had a conversation yesterday of what it would take for you to sell your your soul, or to sell your boys down the river. For some things that you stand for, a hundred percent, you're not going to cave for that. So what I'm I'm reading the tea leaves here. Turns out Pat McAfee cares about the money than he does more about his relationship with Aaron Rodgers. That's clear. Yeah. So and it turns out that maybe they weren't as good as friends as he as as we maybe perceived them to be. What do you mean? So, <laughs> the bottom line is this. $85 million five. when you made a couple million bucks in your day will make anybody take a second thought, huh, huh, huh. And it's a lot easier to stand there and say, oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do this. Go ahead. Look at a, look at a blank check for $85 million, and all you have to do is sign. Let me know when you're in that situation, but, and that's when we'll but, find but he out said, who you are.
5: But Pat McAfee, the last video that we saw, Tom, didn't he say? He goes, I have control of my show. I have creative control, whatever he wants to talk about. How did that change? Somebody well, had to you tell him you don't
3: have creative control well, when you work for ESPN, well, you work then for why Disney he say it? and they yeah. have their woke well, agenda. So he whatever lied. the f- he says is one thing. What does the contract say? What does the dotted line say? The bottom line is this. You sign a contract for 85 million dollars to literally do what we do, some people are going to have to tell you, yeah, you can't say that, can't do this, especially when it comes to the Pfizer situation because that's the crux of the situation. Don't be fooled by the Epstein, Jimmy Kimmel, Aaron Rodgers thing. This comes down to big pharma and
4: Pfizer. Yeah, When you take a look, At these contracts, two things can be true at the same time. Pat McAfee saying, this is my show. I'm the producer. I make decisions on my guests. That could be absolutely true. But in every one of these contracts nowadays, there are moral interpreted clauses, such as he can't get himself into some terrible situation that um, like show up on the Epstein list. And that puts, you know, um, the ESPN brand at peril. He can't do that. Also in the contract, there's going to be statements about inflammatory statements and things that are over the top. Like he brings down a bunch of people that are pro this or pro that, that are just in completely inflammatory. There's going to be clauses in there that says, hey, you control your guests, you control that. But if this all that happens, this is here. And I think ESPN, you know, dropped the dime on Pat and said, Pat, we got to talk. He says, listen, you know, Aaron Rodgers this, 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 and this controversy, great. It's good for ratings. But when he crosses the line over here, we can't have this, we can't have that. We, we can't do this. We got we to pull him off the show. That last segment, there were so many things packed in. That lasagna had so much stuff in it that we just can't deal with. And I bet there was some screaming. I bet there was a big thing going on in a conference room, and I bet McAfee didn't want to do it. But then it appears that he caved, and the opening of a segment is this careful thing where he lays it out. And, I Adam, I think a lot of what you just said is right, but I think a lot of this you said on the line that is dotted, a lot of this is already in the contract.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So here's, here's my thoughts, guys. Let me, let me tell you. When you're around in business for a long time, you trust fewer people, okay? Why do you trust fewer people? Because you, you let, me, let me restate that. You trust fewer people's words. Everybody talks. Few people do. I remember one time, I'll go to the earliest stage when we're growing, and this is 2008. Uh, 2009, uh, I want to say March or something like that. And, and I'm putting an event together somewhere around that date. I'm putting an event together. And at this event, this girl gets up on stage. And it's probably, oh, wait, this girl gets up on stage. And she is the spokesperson on these other five guys that got me a nice little booklet. And 15 people paid for this thing, and it's pictures and stories of everything. She's up on the stage, and she say, Let me tell you, you're a father This is your friend's my life. <laughs> Ten minutes, she's in tears. This is on video, by the way. Oh, man. Like, we have it, in our, uh, in, uh, call it? in our archives. A week later, she leaves me for $30,000 and a BMW. Wow. And goes and becomes a direct competitor to us. Okay? A week later, two weeks later. And people watching this who know who she is, they know who she is. Like this. Boom. She did that. <laughs> Fast forward. We got another guy. <clears throat> Let me tell you, I, I, I'm Forever. I'm a forever, I'm about everybody eats, and I'm about this and this and that. Really? I'm a ride or die type of guy, bro. Awesome. So we're working with this guy. Boom, 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 boom. All of a sudden, one small little offer, $100,000, he's gone. It didn't take a lot of money. He's gone, right? And then you have people who behind closed doors get offered millions of dollars, life-changing money, and they don't flinch. Okay, and I have those stories as well in the company. And those who don't do that are rewarded long-term. Those who do, then they're going to be doing that for the rest of their lives. And guess what someone's going to know in the marketplace? You're going to be driven by money. No problem. As you age in life, you'll realize eventually you can have the money. You can have all that stuff. What matters the most is who do you spend time with on Christmas Day? Who do you spend time with on 4th of July? Who comes to your house with their kids? Who wants to have a friendship with you? Who do you want to have a strong friendship with, relationship with? And if you do, you got to pour into it. And you got to show that values are more important than money. I remember one time, um, this is 2000 and what's peak of COVID? 20. This is uh, uh, 2021 is what it is. And I'll tell you the month of it. It's probably August or September. And we come after the event and uh, uh, wherever we are. And uh, we have a board meeting with me, and they're sitting there saying, Pat, with everything that's going on right now with COVID, you need to send nurses to offices with vaccines to get all the agents vaccinated so they don't get COVID. I said, I'm sorry? Yes. Then I noticed two people teamed up on me on that call, and it was two specific people that they're saying, well, and by the way, I love these guys. Tilted, I love these guys. And they say, well, listen, if you go to such and such private equity company in New York, if you go to this company and this, you have to give your card and you have to show that you're vaccinated. It's very normal with these big companies. And if we want to be big, we got to follow the leader of the big companies. I said, yeah, it's not going to happen. Well, think about it. For three hours, the entire board meeting with board members, Morales in the room, everything was about us getting everybody in the company vaccinated. How do you think that call? In? And by the way, just so you know, I'm not rich at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm paper rich. Yeah. But I don't have a few hundred million dollars. I don't have the, the, the cash that we're talking about. That hasn't happened yet. Gotcha. There's a big difference between being paper rich and between cash rich. Tom, you know the difference, right? There's a big difference there, right? Because you're like, man, I got a lot of equity, but this thing can be lost tomorrow. So you may be able to compromise because you're worried what if you lose the money, right? Yeah. There's a big difference between you have $85 million and it's already contract it in the bank. Anyways, I say, no, it's not going to happen. We want you to consider this. It's not going to happen. Finally, I make a video. And the video I send out, everybody, on that week, people know. They're like, oh, wow, what's Pat saying in this video? I said, guys, here's all I ask of you. If you choose to get the vaccine, don't judge them. If they make that choice, that it's proper for them. I said, my dad's 79 years old. He got the vaccine, and he's getting the boosters. My nanny, she got the vaccine. She got the boosters. We chose not to get it. No one in our family judges anybody. If you get it, you will not be judged by me. If you don't get it, you will not be judged by me, period. And that was a message that went out. I'm not sending nobody to go give you shots. (laughs) So guess what happens? Long term, you get to trust who you want to be in business with now. If in life I do agree with Adam, there are certain people that are solo people that it's all about them and it's about their money. It's about them, you know, what I'm in. No, 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 no. Yeah, of course. If it's about you, you're going to make those decisions. There's solo players in life, there's team players in life. This decision was made, he caved. Pat McAfee caved. In regards to how their relationship's going to be moving forward or not, I think Aaron Rodgers still follows Pat McAfee on Instagram. And there's still that going on. And I think even Aaron Rodgers made a comment about it. Oh, Rob, what is this you're showing me? Do you want me to read this?
7: This is Pat McAfee's tweet last night. He's saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't banned from the show. It's just his segment always ends at the end of Aaron Rodgers football season. The Jets season ended last week. So this is.
2: I know about this, yeah. but that's not the point. A lot of people are saying, well, you're not saying this, Pat. You're kind of misrepresenting. No, no. He said, I'm kind of happy because freedom of speech has consequences. And you said something. So you can- This is flip flopping. no, no. I'm not buying this. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying this. The specific words are: I'm kind of happy we're no longer dealing with that. Yes, those are the words from you. I'm happy we're no longer dealing with that, and and that is a form of you not wanting to talk about that. Okay, would uh, McAfee I'm, was kind of happy Rogers wouldn't be back on the show because of the drama it caused. Yeah, okay, cool. Then that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But for me, Aaron Rodgers gained a ton of respect. Djokovic didn't play in Australia Open, think about this for a second. For you, you're like, oh, if it's money, they'll cave. That could have been the difference of him being known as the greatest of all time because he needed one more mask, one, one more. more, what do you call it, grand slam <gasps> oh, to grand win. Slam. And what if he gets injured and he never wins a grand slam again? So you mean to tell me not taking the vaccine was more important and never being known as the GOAT? You know what Djokovic said? Yes. That's what Djokovic said. Mm-hmm. Have you seen what he said on the clip about the vaccine when they asked him a question, why don't you take the vaccine? Djokovic? Have you seen no. the clip? what yeah, he said. The, was the while ago lag, what's on this. Yeah, no, his position was just like, because it's my choice. Yeah. And I want to be respected of my health choice. I don't think I need it. Go ahead. But,
3: well, I want to get – I'm going to ask you a question, but because um, I want to know where you think the odds are on who this is on. Right? This is on ESPN. This is on McAfee. This is on Rogers. This is on Kimmel. Like an odds-type situation. I want you to maybe uh, break that down. Yeah, of course. But when I say that everybody has a price – I stand by that, but it depends on what the cause is and where you stand on this. What do I mean? Everything in life, the most everything comes down to relationships mm-hmm. and friendships. If you're friends with somebody and you're loyal to somebody, you will there's no price. You won't cave. But if you're not loyal to somebody and there's no friendship and there's no relationship there, or if it's not as as uh, connected as you think it is, then you might cave. I'll give you an example. You brought up the insurance industry. I met you in 2012. I've been in the industry since 2006. Yep. My firm is the best in the country at doing this one thing called life settlements. I've been to a million different NALBA's meetings, Finseca's, ALUs, every single one of these meetings. Pat, for 17 years, at every single one of these meetings, I get recruited. Hey, man, you're the best at what you do. You're so good at people. What would it take I for you to come work imagine. with us? Yeah. 17 years. Yeah. Do you know what company I'm still at? Seven The same freaking company. Yeah. Okay? And that's and that's when I didn't have money and when I have money. Yeah. When I didn't have money, when I just started to make money, 2011. I'm a groomsman in the Kardashian wedding with my best friend Chris Humphries, right? Yeah. Long story with that. I didn't have money at the time. Dude, I don't know how they get my number. I don't know how this happens. I'm getting hit up by TMZ, by E, by you name it. Dude, nobody has to know. We'll give you 50 grand. Take a picture at the at the wedding. Phones weren't allowed. This is in two thousand eleven. There you go. There you see me clean shaven saws right there, no glasses. <laughs> I'm not the seven footer in the back. They offered me fifty grand Z- per photo. Over, go ahead. Yeah. Fifty grand per photo. What did I say? No, nah, this is my best friend. I'm not gonna throw him under the bus and completely taint our relationship for fifty grand or hundred grand. Not fucking worth it. So to leave the company that helped me get started in this, hell no. Nah. For a couple more points to throw my best friend under the bus for 50 grand, hell no! Nah. And I can give you list after list after list, whether it's Keith and the, and the nightlife stuff that I do, whether it's Adrian and the loyalty I've can had I with t- him. Can I tell you something? The, the point, the point that I'm saying is, yeah.
2: everyone has a price, yeah, based on the relationship that they're gonna have to usurp. Yeah, but but it's but it's relationship, well, that's one element. You're right, the other part is also values and principles. If the value of freedom of speech is not of value to you, you'll compromise it. No doubt. Aaron Rodgers said, uh, "Freedom of speech is not a top three value to me." No problem. Entertainment is more important to him mm-hmm. than freedom of speech. By the way, go die on whatever hill you want to die on. You uh, mean uh, Rodgers uh, or Matt? Matt, Mac- talking talking Mac- my, my apologies. Mac- no, exactly. But you, but you know what? This you 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 brought something up to me to to, to think about, and I want to transition into another yeah. story because we got a lot of things to talk about. Is the following? Who just part ways? Which which. Big name and big platform just part ways two months ago. Which name we talked about it on the podcast? What, twice. Tucker, no, John Stewart and Apple. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Think yeah. about that. Can you pull up the story? John Stewart and Apple. So, check this out in a way, I actually respected that decision. Yeah, you know why. Cause you know what John Stewart said? He's not compromising. No, bro. That and I'm not a John Stewart guy. I mean, neither am I. I'm, I. Politically. Yeah. I, I I think he's funny. I think he's very effective. I think sometimes he panders, but I like him, right? I like John Stewart. Daily show hasn't been the yeah. same since he left. Well, There's no right. question about it. But watch what he says. He walks away from Apple TV show after dispute over AI in China episodes. He stuck up. You know there. what, John? Respect, yeah. bingo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, even though I know what he's going to say politically, mm-hmm. he's going to trash Trump. He's going to trash a lot of capitalism. He's going to you know do all this stuff, and you know yep. there's nothing wrong with the element of social and all this stuff. I have so much respect that the guy is not willing to say no. You can't tell me not to talk about AI and China. And Rogers, I'm sorry, Pat McAfee said no. I'm sorry, I'm choosing. This, over me choosing Aaron Rodgers, and FYI, the only time we've ever talked about Pat McAfee on our podcast, mm-hmm. and by the way, he's a phenomenal entertainer, okay? I know people that work with him at Barstool. They tell me some intel about how it was to work with him. I know people who work with him at, I think it's FanDuel or whoever he was with, mm-hmm. uh, 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 and, and I got messages about what that relates. I'm talking about like in, 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 in. People, and they were kind of like some people said they were kind of happy that he's no longer with them with FanDuel and he's not ESPN. Here's what you can't deny about uh, Pat McAfee. He's able to get eyeballs. He's super entertaining. Yep. But here, you look at John. John, you can't talk about AI in China. I'm sorry, Apple. I don't give a shit that you're a $3 trillion company. I'm walking. You know what, John? Boom. I don't have to agree with you. I salute yep. anybody that has values and principles that they're not willing to compromise. More power to you, bro, for doing that. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. McAfee's still going to do well. McAfee's still going to excel. McAfee's still going to bring a lot of eyeballs to them. It's just not my cup of tea. That's all it is. Uh, And and by the way, I I think the likelihood of Rodgers coming back on next year or the following year, he's probably going to have him back on. But they're probably going to have a conversation and saying, hey, the only thing I ask of you is the following. And Rodgers is either going to say yes or no. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think it's like they hate each other, screw this guy, F him. He doesn't have that kind of personality to hate. Mm -hmm. It's just I disagree with what you didn't stand for. Let's go to the next story. All right. So next story, uh, do we want to go into, uh, 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 Rob, which story do we want to go into based on what uh, the poll is telling us? The
7: Trump Town Hall from last
2: night. All right, so why don't we do the Trump Town Hall, and then we'll go into, uh, do you have any of that stuff here, Rob, a story or no? we we'll just openly talk about it. Just openly talk Okay, about sounds it. good. So Trump Town Hall uh, uh, happened with uh, Fox uh, right off the bat. It was uh, uh, Bret Bear. And what's, yeah, and I thought it was great. And by the way, I have to tell you, I watched the whole thing, and he seemed more presidential than I've ever seen him. I mm-hmm. think he was very calm, collected. Yeah, gave he, his answers, likable. The delegates that like I'm for him or I'm for DeSantis, I'm in the middle. Well, I hope I win your vote. It it came across as a very much of a... He looked cool and relaxed. He looked cool and relaxed. for me to say that, you know it's true. What would you think about it? Go for it. Dude,
3: I got to tell you, Trump's growing on me. You know, it's... You heard it here first. Well, I think think I'm a good indicator of where the country is. Let me unpack that. Do it. Four years ago, if you asked me what I thought about Trump, I'd say, no freaking way, this guy. But every election is the lesser of two evils. That's, we've been saying that for the last decade. Well, this that. At this point in Trump's career, I think he genuinely is like, look, I came into to office. I'm going to drain the swamp. I'm going to build the wall. I'm going to lock her up. He made all these promises. And he realized that some of those promises actually weren't going to get done. And But he also realized that the swamp is real, that the deep state is real, that the mainstream media agenda to silence him is real. And I don't think he really, really knew what he was up against. In 2016, And I think in 2020, with the help of the Wuhan flu, he had the double-edged sword with Wuhan and mainstream media coming up against him. January 6th, we can put aside. But I think now, when he looks at, you talk about legacy and where he's at, he's like, look, I tried to do a job. You guys screwed me over. I want the job back. Do I have a little vendetta? Do I have a little vengeance? Sure, we'll put that aside. I'll be a dictator on day one. I'll shut down the border. I'll drill baby drill. But I think at this point, genuinely, genuinely he knows how washington works he knows what the swamp is he'll hire hopefully the right people that won't try to basically undermine him around every single turn yep. uh leak all his stories so i think genuinely this time around believe it or not i think it will be a better trump administration than the first time it, it, just because he knows the swamp better than ever. i
5: i i couldn't agree more and uh just watching it he, one of the main things he said was uh, Peace Through Strength. I know he have said it before, but he's like, this has been just a lot of chaos. I know you said, Pat, this year is going to be the year of chaos. I actually have something to say about that later. But he also says he knew he knows who his VP is. He obviously didn't
2: want to say. He did say he knows his he VP go, already. Oh, he goes, I know 100%. Yeah.
5: He said Chris Christie, right?
3: <laughs> nah. Yeah. And that, I thought that was the funniest part.
5: That was the number one viewed clip on Fox News, by the way. Hilarious. Hilarious. And then um, they asked him. Brett Barrow was like, well, uh, both of them were like, can you tell? And he's like, well, maybe if you had me on another show. So, I mean, he's being funny. But yeah. he said... Uh, When he gets in, it's going to be he's going to lead the largest deportation effort in the history of the country. And guess what? That's going to be a lot of work, because he also said that by the time this four years is done, the numbers that we're seeing, Patrick, are completely off. He said by the time Biden is done, guys, are you ready for this? Eighteen million. 18 million illegals are going to be into in this country, and as we know, that they could apparently vote. Uh, he also said he doesn't have time for retribution. I, that's one of the best things that he said, is he doesn't have time for this. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. We are failing. The ship is sinking. He's going to have to come in and save it. I just hope to God that they let him do it because the year mm-hmm.
2: of chaos... Who knows what's coming down He's, the pipe? That's right. He said, he said, the greatest retribution is massive success. Ma- let's, that's how he let's put it. Which is, you know the famous quote, the, the greatest revenge quote. of all time. And I, I, by the way, I kind of like yes. when he said that. I love The it. fact that, look, we're going to win so much, that's our retribution to all the haters out there, Tom. Yeah.
4: I, I think what you're seeing here is a highly focused Donald Trump as a result of all these assaults on him. These assaults take a toll on any man, no matter how strong you are. And what I think I'm seeing here is a focused, genuine Trump that looks presidential. But what And I'm saying to myself, why do I think he's looking better? Why does he think he's looking like a leader? Because I think he's focused. I think he's got an underlying purpose. And I think he understands that they'll stop and nothing trying to do it. So I think what you saw there was basically, congratulations, guys. You've armed the missile, and it is it is now, you know, it's on the launch pad, and he's got a lot of focus, and he's gaining momentum. He's less bombastic and more, and more measured in what he says, but he hasn't gone Pat McAfee on this, Pat. He's not listening to a bunch of advisors and gone Pat McAfee at all. What he's done, you are seeing measured versus bombastic. You are seeing leadership preparing. You are seeing realization of – of how the enemy goes after him. And I think you put all that together last night and I believe there are democratic strategists out there, such as a prior president of these United States that sees this and they're not going to say it publicly, but it scares the hell out of them, which is why after Obama was trying to coach Biden, Biden's, team wasn't reacting to it that obama's been leaking all these things and by the way ladies and gentlemen obama's leaking this he's leaking all these conversations with biden because he's trying to get him and his team to do it that way because he came behind closed doors and tried to talk to him and they they said no 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 we're gonna keep the strategy group over here we're gonna keep these things 100 miles apart and guess what i think they're scared to death of what they saw on that stage last night
3: and tom i think you you uh Brought up the right word that I think would be very useful for him, and that word is measured. I remember listening to a presidential historian where they did so. – what is it called when you lay out like a word map? You've done that when we – what's that called? Like a word – It's a word map, yeah. Word map, sure. Some of the words are bigger. Yeah, some of the words – and they said like what's the most important quality for a president? This is the, um, the presidential historian. He said measured. You're dealing with so much stuff. You've got so much going on. And it's essentially what you talk about in Junior Your resume's Wisely. It's stoicism. When you use emotions, stoic emotion doesn't mean you're not emotional. It just doesn't mean you get triggered or you're thin-skinned. We all know that Trump, if he's hit, you know, he, someone hits him, he hits back 10 times harder. Don't forget the backdrop of this. Whether you think he cared or not, his wife's mother just died. They're the exact same age. She just died. He's somber. He's posted on his Instagram. He's been married at Melania for, what, 20 years now? Like, it ain't just a stunt. and ain't a PR thing. We actually took a bet whether they would stay together after the presidency ended in 2020. They're still together. His mom dies. He's on a debate stage. He looked measured. He looked cool. He looked calm. He looked collected. How many times can you say that about Trump? Those words in one sentence. So I think he, there, there's the picture right there. She looks like an older woman. It's crazy. Beautiful. It's funny. That, but I think he, and then, and then nuance. I think he gave a very nuanced, appropriate response to the culture wars uh, in this country, certainly around abortion. He understands that that is a major, major topic. That women listen. A hundred thousand votes, one way or another will determine this election. Whether it's in Detroit, Detroit, whether it's in Madison, whether it's in Philly, whether it's in Vegas, wherever it is, 100,000 votes will move. And if you can convince... 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 women to say, you know what, I actually like that response on abortion. He said it's such a polarizing issue. We can kind of come together. As he called out DeSantis a little bit on this. Mm-hmm. He basically said it wouldn't be, w- without Roe versus Wade being under, overturned with the Supreme Court, because of me, the judges that I picked, 6-3 basically monopoly right now. That's right. We and wouldn't even be having to, this conversation. He said that to a lady, to a lady. that was
2: supporting DeSantis Correct. that her main issue was on abortion. That's right. Correct. So to me...
3: It comes down to policy, yeah. and it comes down to personality. His personality seems a lot more cool and measured. Donald, our friend, utilize that. People appreciate when you don't have to be a you know Don Rickles uh, comedian up there. Yeah. But then also policy-wise, I think he gave a very nuanced approach to the border, I mean, very strength, yeah. a- and then abortion. So I think he did a great job last night. I would give him an A.
4: And I think, um, just to add to that in less than 10 seconds— over the last three months, we're seeing voting blocks trickle back to Trump, and we're seeing him gain little tiny bits of voting blocks that you didn't expect to be coming back, and that's yeah. happening in the backdrop, and that also scares the hell. But, of yeah. but but
5: let's but don't forget, guys, we're a year out. The Trump that we all know and a lot yeah. of people out there love is going to come because the shots are going to start being fired, and guess what? He's going to fire back, and don't get it twisted. When, this is all nice, and he's being presidential, and when he gets in, guess what? Not retribution. He is not going to F around, because now he's jumping right back into that same swamp, and now his eyes are going to be open, because, like, and I get into these arguments all the time. Well, Vinny, well, Christopher Ray, he, he appointed Christopher Ray. Why? I go, I go bro. He doesn't know anybody in that whole realm. When somebody like Barr or somebody goes, hey, I recommend uh, Pompeo, Mike Pompeo, you know what? You should get this guy. He has to hire people. He's not in Washington. And he learned his lesson, and now I think this next... This next year, is, you're going to see the gloves start coming I, up I, as I, we
2: get later. I think that question goes into the next one, right? And that is the debate that happened last night between DeSantis and Haley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I got a, I got a lot of thoughts on that debate last night. And, and Rob, I don't know if you have any of the videos or not. Uh, it was not pretty. <laughs> right off the bat, you could tell these two don't like each other. It was calling out character. It was... From from the fr- and by the way even if you open up to open if you t- type in uh, uh, find DeSantis opening okay just purely his opening he dropped bomb after bomb after bomb on Haley it wasn't even like let's wait nineteen minutes to get into it let's wait seven minutes to get into it nothing. He hit her. And not once, it was like a boxer just coming in, like with them, and the boom, 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 boom. boom. It's like, holy shit. And then she realized, because I think the reason why he did that, and, and Rob, if you have the opening, I wouldn't mind playing it. Is that the opening?
7: It is. I'm getting. Oh, dude! I
2: loved his opening. If if we can get it, I'd love to play the clip of the opening. I know it's. Re- oh, go, see if you can do that right there. Go all the way to the top. See if it's not refreshing. Just well, that's it's still doing that. It's yeah. kind of
4: like when uh, Vivek came out with his opening, red hot in Miami at the debate. Oh, Ronald McDaniel and Colin. Alvarez oh, it was her,
2: fantastic. You know. <clears throat> but when you see it, you're gonna think about why would he come out so strong? Right after he says that. Guess what Nikki Haley drops? What? She says, go to DeSantisLies.com. Yep. Go to DeSantisLies.com. She probably said DeSantisLies.com wow. 30 times. Did you see the traffic the website
3: got? Well, seven people signed up for that uh, website now. It's big time. Seven? DeSantis.
2: <laughs> it, it was Nobody's nonstop traffic, uh, nonstop of her promoting this website. Uh, but I think he got a win that she was going to come hard and calling out his character for the, the trust and the lies. And I think she was going to go hardcore after him. I want to see this clip. But do me a favor. Go to Twitter. Uh, uh, a poll I ran last night right after the debate. Go to a poll I ran last night right after the debate. Just a poll I ran. Okay. Uh, 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 just vote on one of them. Whatever. Just, okay. All right, so watch wow. this. Who do you trust more? Look at that. 26,000 people wow. voted. Wow. Okay, look at wow. Haley. One point eight percent. That not,
3: not that's like, below the margin. There. I put
2: neither because some people are going to be like, well, you know, Vivek yeah. and Trump and you know R F K and all this stuff. Don't force me into a choice. Yeah. but but thirty to one. Do people do not trust Haley? But Haley's mm-hmm. got the big dollars that she's mm-hmm. getting. She was able to get the big dollars, and they walked away from DeSantis. He called, her, called them out on it, on the $150 million that you've spent, and he's just upset that he lost the money and they came to you. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I watched the whole thing, mm-hmm. and I said, DeSantis is 10 times more presidential <laughs> than Haley is It ain't even close to me in my eyes.
3: I fully agree with you. I think if I have given the choice, but these two options, let's just be clear. This is the JV option right there. This is not the heavyweight fight. This is the lightweight bout. But these two lightweights went on stage, and I would vote for DeSantis 100 times out of 100 over Nikki Haley. No question. But this was a uh, pummeling of uh two political lightweights this was a sloppy food fight in the political arena but instead of of tossing mashed potatoes and gravy and green beans they tossed lies name calling and call outs and it was ugly and it just goes to show i kind of understand why trump basically was like yeah i'm good on these debates i'm above the fray here i'll do my measured town halls i'll do my My thing with Tucker, like you remember the first debate without jumping on the stage with this. Now Christie's out. Vivek, our boy, he should have been on stage. Where was he? You got Nikki and you got Ron just calling each other out. The best line that I think that Nikki had against DeSantis was the mismanagement of one hundred and fifty million dollars. She said you were given one hundred and fifty million dollars. And you mismanage the hell out of it, Ron. Basically, how the hell are you going to handle a $26 trillion GDP or a $34 trillion deficit that we got going on debt in America? They're both quick. They both know their stuff. They both came prepared. But there just seems to be a credibility issue
5: with Nikki. There's a video of her, Nikki, saying recently where she's on stage and she's talking about how much she— Hillary Clinton was one of the people. Did you just say Hillary Clinton? Inspiration. Did I say kill? I don't. I don't know why that. Might it's have been. Hillary. Hillary. I, it might have been a Freudian slip, but she's use if you use Hillary, Hillary Clinton as inspiration. This is what you get. That attitude. That bitterness. And no wonder why Trump got rid. of I saw
4: her. two things happen last night for me when I looked at this. First of all, you know when I saw Pat's poll coming in, it said to me, you know what? The voter, the people that are out there, and we're talking about the people that follow Pat. So don't tell me oh it's not a broad poll no that's enough of a poll to tell you the feelings are out there vivek's been talking about it and he was the one that said dick cheney and heels she's an establishment candidate that was not mudslinging that has turned out to be a hundred percent true she's uncloaked and exposed to everybody and the voters are saying i don't want the establishment and i don't want forever wars and i don't want this and the voters are saying i don't want you but what Pat just said, yeah, the billionaires are getting behind her. Who? Establishment billionaires that want the establishment to continue, status quo to continue. So the first thing that happened to me is it was thank God, I think some of the voters are paying attention to this, at least by Pat's poll. But who the hell is polling in New Hampshire and Iowa where it turns out she's getting traction? Maybe people are realizing it. The other thing I saw on a less crowded stage, you saw DeSantis as the knowledgeable, argued, you know, good, structured, argued policy wonk. I agree it was a food fight and it was sloppy and messy, but there was a one moment there. It was on the immigration where DeSantis absolutely took down Nikki Haley. This is what you did in South Carolina. This is what you did with China and the relationships. This is what you did here, here. And it wasn't these, you know, election year spin claims. It was hard facts. And I said, you know what? That's the governor of Florida that a lot of people in Florida, including me, voted for and liked the guy because he's such a good policy guy and he's such a driven guy. But he's not presidential, but he looked more presidential than she did. But it was a food fight. But there is a glimpse in there of the guy that the people of Florida have seen. And that's why we elected him.
3: Last point, you you know, when, when you actually want to look at the actual agenda, there has to be a pathway to the presidency. We all know this. So the, the first three states, we know Iowa's next week, dude. Like, let the games begin. Iowa's next week. By the way, uh, it's like the coldest it's ever been in Iowa this week. Freezer. The weather's been ridiculous. Yeah. Good call, PPD. Not going to Iowa. I don't know. I think something better here in South Florida. Thank you. But the three states that are coming up are Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina. If Ron DeSantis does not come in first or second in Iowa, he's finished. Because he's not polling well in New Hampshire. Nikki's polling well in New Hampshire. Chris Christie just jumped out of the race. A lot of his 12% that he's winning in New Hampshire might come to her. She might give Trump a run for her money. New Hampshire we will see. But then the third state is South Carolina. That's Nikki's home state. She was the governor of South Carolina. So her pathway looks a lot better if DeSantis fumbles in Iowa.
2: No, I'm, Rob, none of these videos are working. Is that weird? You know why? Because from my end, they're all working here.
7: I don't. I have a message in our tech team to find out
2: Do you know, uh, Did you? are you able to show the other one I sent you, or none of them are shown?
7: Those two are not working for some reason. Everything else is, though.
2: Really? Those hmm. two are not working. So there's one of the clips. Well, if you can't play it there, what I'll do is I'll play it here. I'll just say, I want to hear Just for you to hear please the audio and what he says, because what... what what he says uh, about her— you talking about Chris Christie? No, no no, 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 no. The, the hot mic will pull up here in this a second. Is not, this, this is the opening. No, guys. Uh, well, this one of the them opening, is the opening, right? but yeah. it's it's when he makes the comparison mm. of— Ah, man, you have to listen <laughs> to the I'm Listen, guys, just forget about it. The words is what matters. I mean, you already know yeah. what Ron's going to look like. Here.
8: Why should voters who are looking for an alternative to the current front runner, former President Trump, vote for you rather than former Governor Haley?
1: Well, the people of Iowa, uh, good evening. It's great to be in Iowa to have a debate here. Donald Trump's running to pursue his issues. Nikki Haley's running to pursue her donor's issues. I'm running to pursue your issues and your family's issues and to turn this country around. I'm the only one running that's delivered on 100% of the promises that I've made. We've delivered huge victories in the state of Florida, things that Republicans have been asking for for a generation. I'm also the only one running that has beaten the left time and time again. We beat the teachers' union on universal school choice. We beat Soros on crime. We beat Fauci on COVID. We beat the Dems on election integrity. And I beat the left by banning China from buying land in the state of Florida. Now uh, you know Nikki Haley is, is running. Uh, we don't need another mealy mouth politician who just tells you what she thinks you want to hear just to try to get your vote, then to get in office and to do her donor's bidding. She was in another state, and she said the people of Iowa's votes need to be corrected. This is somebody that wrote in her book that Hillary Clinton inspired her to first run for office. I remember Hillary denigrating people on the Republican side as deplorables. We don't need a candidate who's going to look down on middle America. Uh, We've had enough of that. I'm the only one that's going to be able to lead this country's revival. Uh, I'm asking for your support, and I
7: won't let you down.
2: Wow. Governor DeSantis. Was, by great. the way, I loved it. That was great. I, I loved and then, And then there's a, there's a part where they have a back and forth where he says about Newsom, okay, <laughs> this one is actually very funny. I'm sure some of you guys heard this. Watch this. Uh,
1: Nikki Haley and me. You know, I listened to all that litany of stuff. You know, I debated the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Um, you know, I thought he lied a lot. Uh, man, Nikki Haley may gives him a run for his money, and she <laughs> may even be more liberal than Gavin wow.
2: Newsom is. We wow! Wow! I think the difference between that—that's that, pretty solid, by the way. So, you know, Donald Trump is campaigning for his issues. Nikki Haley is campaigning for her donor's issues. Wow. I'm campaigning for your Boy, issues. Wow. Whoever wrote that, that writer, yeah. wherever you are, high yeah. five. Thanks, Good sir. for you. He's on, been
3: saying that line wherever he goes. Uh, whatever
2: it is, yeah. I love it. I love the fact that he said that. By the way, a few different things. When it comes down to education, she was talking about education. Oh, yeah, let me tell you, I'm this with your education. Da, 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 da. Her state as a governor, she's ranked 42 out of 50 when it comes down to education. Um, there was other discussions about where he called her out when – she's like, well, what are you talking about with Ukraine? You keep talking about Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. You want us to do more money for Ukraine? And then she gives her argument and spinning at the fact that, hey, you're making Putin stronger. And, and then DeSantis says, even on Megyn Kelly, when he pu- when she pushed you – on why would you want Ukraine? Because she said she wants a solution of Ukraine being part of NATO. He says, why would you do that? And in making Kelly push, if Ukraine is part of NATO, isn't that indirectly putting U.S. at war with Russia? Yep. She fumbled through. The answer couldn't give it. I thought it was very effective. Uh, he says, leadership is about getting things done. Stop making excuses. Then she turns from getting things done. And she says, he's just upset because his donors came to me. And he says, what difference does it matter if the donors came to me? You know, the money. It doesn't mean anything with issues. It just means they came to you, right? Still, she didn't answer the question that he brought up. Um, uh, uh, She says, hey, that's election. She said specifically, Trump lost the election. Biden won the election. January 6th is one of the worst days in the history of America. These are things that she's talking about. She's not talking about the fact that there was any meddling or, you know, Twitter, New York Post cheating. story, nothing cheating. that's cheating. But yeah. she didn't put that. Gotcha. Uh, you know, Desantis called her up for what she said about George Floyd, where she said, George Floyd, you know, this is a one of the worst days. And, you know, given all that stuff that she talked about, you know, kind of falling for the Black Lives Matter uh, division that was taking place Um you know, at the end, when they asked the question, they said, so what do you say about Haley? He says, well, I like that she did this and she did that and she did this. Hey, Governor Haley, what do you like about Governor DeSantis? He's a good governor. That's it. That's it. Huh. There's an, and, and the hosts were uncomfortable. There's like a five-second pause. Did you, do you remember that? Yeah. Rob, can you find that when she says, he's a good governor, Haley? He's a good – is that the one right there? I think – that's it. Watch this year if you can play it.
4: Governor DeSantis, let me ask you, what do you admire about Governor Haley?
1: Well, look, I mean, I think that, um, you know, at the United Nations, um, I did think that she she spoke out strongly on some key issues, and I appreciated that. I also appreciate uh, the state of South Carolina. My wife uh, is a College of Charleston graduate. Um, Her parents lived there for many, many years. And so it is a wonderful state. Uh, There's a lot of great people there. Um, And I think to be able to have been governor there is is a great achievement. And um, I uh, really appreciate everyone I've gotten to meet in South Carolina.
3: Governor Haley, what do you admire about Governor DeSantis?
6: I think he's been a good governor. (laughs)
5: Look at at those dark eyes. She looks like a Wicked Witch of the West, Governor DeSantis. She looks she looks like Let me tell you something. Inside. This is probably gonna be set off the
3: Richter scale. This is the the problem with having females in power and leadership. I'm just saying. What are you saying, Abby? They get super emotional. Obviously they hate each other. Yeah. But he still has the ability to say, you know what, I like South Carolina. And and like kinda of put lipstick on a pig. She's like, she's a mean girl. She's a freaking mean girl. She By the way, her. Mean Girls is coming out this weekend. She she's better. a mean girl. She gets emotional. Is she smart? Is she capable? Is she tough? Sure. Does she Dick Cheney in heels? Great. Right? Does she use her heels as a machine gun? Whatever the hell the reference was. Yeah. But at the, at the time where you could just be fucking nice for two seconds. He's the Kent Gaviner. You're lying,
2: has, bitch. Uh, even Hillary could do it. Hillary. Yes, that's, exactly.
3: I was just going to say. She's
5: worse than Hillary. Yeah. She's worse. But, but do you see that? Like, dude, just look at her Aura. Wow. Look at her persona yeah. and you know what it comes down to when you spend 68 or what almost 70 million dollars on your campaign because you're a war machine you're a war hawk and guess what it's starting to look like the guy that's going to come in doesn't want war and we're not going to try to go to war mm-hmm. that's the face that you make and that's evil because she wants people to die bro you want war you want people to die and that's that angry I'm not going to get the war that all these people are, are, are investing in something the else has to.
4: I agree with that point 100%. She's a nasty woman. She's nasty. No, about the the whole war machine stuff. Something else happens. When fewer and fewer and fewer people are on stage for these debates, and they're not debates, they're sound bites and responses. This isn't real, like, structured debate. But when the crowd on stage is smaller... The light shines brighter and the truth comes out. Mm -hmm. Because you can't stand over here. Do you remember when DeSantis was just smiling in the middle while awkwardly smiling? Awkwardly while The St. Louis Arch was going over him in this this war between Vivek and Haley. Remember yeah, that yeah. with with Christie over there chiming in from the other side, supporting mm-hmm. uh, Haley in her assault on Vivek. You can't do that when there's only two people on stage. You don't right. get a, you you don't get. Hey, I'm going to take this round off, and I'm just going to sit here and smile, and I'm going to let these two people run their character assassinations or drop their sound bites on each other that they attack. All of a sudden, the truth of who you are come out, and you look at her expression, you look at what was there. You see the establishment war machine personified, and you see a measured policy wonk that I don't think is ready to be president on the other side, and a bit of a food fight. I love mm-hmm. the fact you called it a food fight. I think yeah. that's such an appropriate— And
2: this is what Vivek said, by the way. This is what Vivek is predicting, Hello. which, by the way, I, I let me know if you agree with this or not can okay. process processes, but go ahead.
8: The system wants to narrow this down to a two-horse race between Donald Trump and a puppet who they can control. And it has become increasingly clear that puppet is not a Democrat. It's not even Gavin Newsom. It's Nikki Haley. It's in our own party. Well, today, one more step in that plot unfolds. Chris Christie drops out. Next up, I'm going to make a prediction. You're actually going to see Ron DeSantis join Nikki Haley's ticket. He's going to be her VP. Hmm. The whole game, it's hiding in plain sight. Whatever it takes. And this system will stop at nothing and I mean nothing, to eliminate Donald Trump from contention. It's disgusting. But the same people who have said they're not gonna actually take a principled stand against Trump's removal from the ballot. Haley and DeSantis are both in that category. Do the math, people, that's next up. Ron DeSantis says after Iowa, everybody, including Chris Christie, apparently got a phone call from Ron DeSantis. Panicked was the word that Chris Christie used. This is the way the plot's going. Ron may not know this. Ron DeSantis may not know <laughs> this, but that's what his donors are gonna make him do. That's what's coming next. Ron DeSantis will become Nikki's VP, whether or not Ron knows it, it's not really his choice. He's not the one in charge of that decision. And then the plot continues. We have to open our eyes and not fall into their trap. Our America First agenda cannot end, our movement cannot end with Donald Trump when they take him out from contention. And if you think this system is gonna even let this man get anywhere near the White House, we need to open our eyes. We need to do the right thing for our country They are selling us the rope today that they're going to use to hang us tomorrow. Do not fall into the trap, people. And that's why I'm here.
3: Can I say one thing about this guy? When it comes to being a communicator, 10 out of 10 Vivek Ramaswamy. I would say that he's the Andrew Tate of politics today. I mean, gifted beyond teaching communicator. And when it comes down to Trump being the nominee, which I think we, we know it's inevitable, other than VP Vivek, Take your pick, whatever cabinet position you want, you got it. That's how good he is. And he's only 38 years old. I, I mean I was just gonna
5: ask you if right now you had to guess. No, no, just,
3: guys, guys, go, go, go. guys,
2: guys, 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 guys. Isolate what yeah. he just said. Do you agree with him the I, fact that DeSantis is gonna drop out and be Nikki
4: Haley's no, VP? No. Do you agree with that assessment, Tom? I don't I don't I don't think I line up with that assessment. <clears throat> but I 100 percent line up with his core thought that there are bigger wheels and bigger hands moving levers in the in the election. Well, I think but I everybody knows see. that.
3: Right, Tom, to your point. But everybody knows that there's something going on behind the scenes. It's not like, whoa, breaking news. The deep state doesn't want Trump in there. We know that. But his his manner of which it happens, the mechanisms, the Vec teaming up with the lady he just got in a food fight with. I'm sorry, DeSantis teaming up with Haley. I don't see that happening. But Vivek knows some shit. and seen some shit that we've never even known, uh, like
5: behind closed doors. Yeah, but but the, but that's not so far fetched. I mean, look at what Kamala Kamala crapped all over Joe Biden, like you racist, and you. And then the next day she's like, "Oh, he's the greatest." Yeah, I'm, it's politics, and they're all full of yeah. shit. I, I mean, it's a possibility. Point, yeah. I don't
4: think so. her famous attack on him, Kamala Harris when he said, "And I don't know of a of a really successful woman who's." you know, been all the way to to the to the Senate and she goes, I'm right here. You know, remember she was yelling <laughs> yeah, yeah, right at yeah. them. I'm right here. And you're right. And then later it was, you know.
2: So what do you think, Tom? Let's go back to this. Do you think this is gonna happen or no? Do you think
4: I DeSantis is gonna drop out and go endorse Haley? I believe Santis is going to drop out. I do not I I believe that his his donors went to her and that's a sign for me. I think he'll support her. Will he be on her ticket? I don't think so. I don't think she's going to have it. So, ticket. you yeah, think exactly. if
2: so, Christy comes out, and by the way, do you have the recording for Christy, Rob? Mm-hmm. If you can just play that recording, Christy comes out and, you know, uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead and play that.
6: You know.
7: <laughs>
0: forget she spent $68 million. Yeah. I mean, we well, spent like. Well, oh, when you give land ten. to China and places like that.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's gonna, what you get. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: mean, look, she spent 68 million so far. just on TV. Spent 68 million so far, 59 million by DeSantis, and we spent 12. I mean, who's punching above their weight, and who's getting a return on their investment? You know, and she's going to get smoked, and you and I both know it. She's not up to
8: this. She
7: hasn't
8: even been she's
1: still 20 points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. And, oh yeah. And he's going to, he's still going to carry Iowa, right? Yes. Oh, he's. I. T- you know, I talked to De-
6: DeSantis. Called me.
3: Petrified. Petrified. I would, he's probably getting out after Iowa. Well, why does Chris Christie continue clients. to make weight jokes? I mean, like, how does stop how buying. is he? He's punching above her weight. Trump is unfit to be president. Yeah. Christie, <laughs> respect, bro. Yeah. Have you looked in a mirror
4: recently? Yeah. <laughs> What's so, with the weight jokes? Pat, I believe there's a lot goes on with the donors. And if the donors have left... The donuts, Chris Christie? <laughs> oh, donuts. he said donors. 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 <laughs> so the donors that have left DeSantis and gone to Haley, those donors, many of them aren't just his presidential donors. They were his gubernatorial donors. Mm -hmm. And so I think the donors carry a lot of weight. And so will DeSantis begrudgingly support Haley when he drops out? I think he will. And I think there's a donor mechanism back there. But will he pledge to be her VP? I'm a hard no.
3: Pat, to stay on topic, just think about in the last six months to 12 months what DeSantis could have done. He could have been freaking Trump's VP. I get if he had a little bit beginning. of loyalty, yep. now we're basically saying he's going to be basically Nikki Haley's potential VP. Think about the exact opposite of transcendence that De- Ron DeSantis has done. What do you think? What do you? I've think? been saying
2: this since May. I mean, what? I've been saying this since his book came out, April May. Oh yeah, no,
5: I know I, that. Oh yeah,
3: you-, you know
2: where I stand with that position. But some you know, people, when DeSantis is by himself, by himself, I I think he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. I think DeSantis is a good guy. Okay, I don't like Haley, and I don't trust Haley. I just, like, let me rephrase like. I don't know her, so I can't say I don't like her or not. I don't like her approach. She comes across like I told you already, you know, I'm better than you, and I'm, you know, telling the waitress, hey, hey, come here. I I see her as that, that she's above everybody, right? I'm not a fan of that. But to me, DeSantis is probably by himself, you know, sitting there, when you lose a championship, what do you do? You're like man, what if I made that play and I would have screened and I would have done this and I didn't hustle for the ball and why didn't I hustle for the ball? What was I thinking when I fouled the guy? I knew I had already four fouls and I was going to be taking on the fourth quarter with seven minutes left. What are you? What are you thinking? What a stupid foul! I'm. Gonna, you're going through all, you're replaying all this stuff. You as an athlete, yeah, you know exactly course. what I'm talking about. You do this in relationships. you do this in friendships, you do this in business, you do this in sports. He's going to go through that and he's already doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and you rarely do that with others. You only do that with yourself. You don't even do that with your wife sometimes. You do it with yourself. He's done that already. But at the same time, guess what? This is the game of politics, man. I was having a conversation with a couple of my guys. Early on in my career, one time I had the most embarrassing loss ever. It was so bad that the chairman of the company in front of a 1,000 people brought me up on stage. It was me and this other guy, and they were going to give the MVP. In the history of the company, this has never happened before, where they bring the loser and the winner on stage, and they make the loser give the winner the MVP, and they're trying to dig. And they know this works with me, so it's good. So I'm like, Okay. So I go up there, and I'm like, who do you think, and who do you think, and who do you think? And obviously, he ends up winning the MVP. And I, I hand the MVP over to the guy. And I whispered to him, I said, respect to you. You outworked me this year. You get the credit for this. I said, but let's face it, bro. You and I are not the same level. For the rest of your life, people are going to forget about you. They're not going to forget about what I'm going to do. I wow. went mm-hmm. on stage, gave him the respect. I edified him. I gave him love. I salute him. I said, I love the fact that we're doing this. Came back, gave a message to our team. Guys, you guys have been fantastic. You've done your part. But let me tell you, no one has any clue what's going to happen. When we go back, went back to the group. We had a nice little meeting with them. And then we came back and killed everybody. Yeah. You have to learn how to lose. It sucks. Learning how to lose sucks. It sucks. And by the way, for people like, well, you don't, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Because then Michael had to learn how to lose with the Detroit Pistons. And he came back and he redeemed himself. The greatest athlete of all time had to learn how to lose. So he has to go through this process of knowing how to do that and come out and still say, what loyalty do I have to Nikki Haley? Nothing. What loyalty do I have to Trump? More than Haley. Say you hate them both. This guy's done more for me than she's done for me. She's a backstabbing, manipulating. Do I really want to go behind this person? Because if, she, if he does endorse Haley, he not only loses a job in the administration, say if he wants it, but forget about the administration, you lose a shot in the future. Because if he does come out and go this way, guess what Trump's going to do? Trump's going to forgive like this, move on and come back and edify and build him up, right? So I think DeSantis is going through that right now. And I, 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 I don't know whether he's going to go and endorse Haley. I don't know if I agree with Vivek. Uh, I think the right move is step out, don't endorse anybody yet, just keep it cool, keep it collected. Let them call you, have a private meeting with everybody, have a private meeting with Trump's camp. You know your your camp's going to talk to his camp and see what you guys can work out together. And then if you are afraid of what's going to happen with America and what direction we're going, then what would it look like if you and Trump are seen on stage together? Wow. And you guys say stuff to each other. You know he's going to build you up. You know you're going to build him up. You know what you're going to do to America? You're going to do to America what Nikki Haley can't do. Okay? He, he, that's what you're going to do. Nikki Haley's establishment, you're a hybrid. Some people think you're establishment. Some people think you're not anti, you're anti-establishment. I think you're more Trump than you are Haley. I, I think that's what's going to happen, and I'd like to see that take place. But it is politics. This is an unpredictable game. And Tom makes a point with the donors. So you're going to have to know. Donors have a lot of control. We'll see what's going to happen there. And uh, that's my position on this situation here. Anyways, let's move over to the next story here. All right. So let's go to uh, 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 which one do we want to go to? Let's go to SEC authorizes Bitcoin spot ETF in cryptos breakthrough. There is, uh, oh, this is, uh, uh, Rob, is this the most recent, recent story? Because one just came out last night. Do you have the most recent one? Is that the one I'm reading? Because that's the one I want to read. No, Let me the go most through.
7: recent one will be up on the screen.
2: Okay, then pull up the one up on the screen. So SEC approves rule change that paved the way for Bitcoin ETF. The approval could prove uh, to be a landmark event in the adoption of cryptocurrency by mainstream finance. The decision will likely lead to the conversion of Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which holds $29 billion of cryptocurrency into an NFT. Traditional asset managers include BlackRock and Fidelity are also poised to launch Bitcoin funds. This has two different meanings. Tom said something before we started a podcast. I don't want to steal a thunder. I want him to give his perspective on what he thinks this is to him, because a lot of people are sitting there saying, this is big, this is this, this is that. Tom, what does
4: this mean to you? Um, <clears throat> Congratulations, Bitcoin. This is day one of your regulated life. Uh, That is what's happening here. It doesn't mean that all the good things and everything about crypto and Bitcoin are going away. It just means that there is people saying this legitimizes Bitcoin. Well, I would challenge that statement and say, you're right, but this also steps up where you're going to regulate Bitcoin. And what's interesting is SEC Chair Gary Gensler, he clarified, he said, let me clarify this. Quote, while we approve the listing and trading of spot Bitcoin ETP shares, we did not approve or endorse Bitcoin. Wait a minute. You did approve it. It's basically like the pimp saying, I'm happy to make money in prostitution, but I don't endorse it. (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly what Terry gets pimp, pimps
5: up hose down Tom go for it. Big That's
4: pimp, what pimp. he just said. Spand so and G's, biz so doc. They're, they're they are desperately trying not to endorse it but they are they are also eagerly stepping forward to start regulating it. So basically what they've said is now it can be trade. So in other words, an ETF can buy some Bitcoin and put it in there. That's what they're saying. So if you bought an ETF that was in, you know, speculative currencies or something like that, and it's got a few things in there. Okay, now Bitcoin can be part of that basket. But this is, this is day one of a different future for Bitcoin. It does legitimize it, yeah. but it also means that now the SECs can be making the rules. So I think they're calling this a watershed moment for Bitcoin. Look,
3: we see that Bitcoin is now at 47.5. I think its all-time peak was, what, in the high 60s, almost 70. Wow. So they're saying that this could be the reason that it can pummel it up to $100,000 per coin. We'll see what happens there. But look, rela- regulation, for the most part, can be a good thing what does regulation do you guys know this dealing with the insurance stuff and the annuity stuff and the financial planning stuff you said legitimacy no doubt it gives trust into the marketplace and it gives credibility so bad actors and people who are basically taking advantage of people sorry you're not going to be able to scam as many people with whatever you're doing there's going to be some regulation there and uh, over regulation as i think what people have a problem with but laying down regulation the, the the law of the land so to speak the 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 roadmap to how to basically trade this type of asset class i think overall is going to be a good thing and i think it'll help legitimize the good actors in
2: the crypto space but and by the way a lot of, there's a community in the crypto side that wants that there's a community in the crypto side that's like dude just tell us what the regulation is yeah. so we can you know yeah. we can pivot accordingly and move forward
3: yeah i look at regulation like if you look at a football game you know very nuanced game It's a 50 yard line the rules. Red zone. Tell us the, what's, you never heard of yeah. football See all the guys out there so there's american You know, there's American football guys and then there's the regular football. No, no, what I'm saying is tell us the rules like, you know. But like in general, it's like, okay, 10 yards is a first down. Good. Got it. Right? You can kick a field goal on fourth down, like yeah. basic two point rules. Point, yeah. Two point like rather than hey, U eleven, U eleven, just run around and do shit <laughs> and we'll just kind of keep score at the end. No. Yeah. There's regulation that now when they're like over regulated, it gets to the point where it's annoying where, well, you can't dance in the end zone or if yeah. you're not if your socks aren't a certain length, yeah. that's over regulation. But regulation in sport and in finance is actually a good thing without being too cumbersome and burdensome on the
4: rules. In 2008, it was a good thing that they came back and they regulated, you know, loans because a lot of basic American consumers got, really hurt by yeah. getting into bad loans. Nina. They, yeah, they came no back. No income, no asset. That's right. They came back. And by the way, the people pushing them into it, mortgage brokers, wanted their commission, but then the the, the clientele, the consumer, often not an informed consumer, was taken advantage of and ended up uh, in debt in a bad pinch with that. So in, some regulation is good. It's good that insurance companies are regulated so there's a, a sufficient loss reserve so that... You know, if everybody covered by... State Farm Home Insurance in Alabama. When a hurricane comes through, State Farm has the money to pay, and mm-hmm. it's good to have that regulation there. Where the overregulation happens is what's happening now in insurance. Is where Elizabeth Warren says, "Wait a minute, I don't think the salespeople should make this kind of a commission." Wait, mm-hmm. wait, who the hell are you? Yeah, We're, the DOL what? stuff she's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the hell are you? You know, we have a good industry here. People are getting an insurance policy. It's protecting their family. The money is there when when the you know ultimate the person passes away, so it can protect the family. Is serve the family and you're here on the front end trying to tell people what they should pay their employees and turn a commission yeah lizzie baby you take you and your fake you know Amer- native american background and get out of this get out of this side of it that's overregulation. regulation to, to your point
5: you leave pocahontas alone okay is that the most expensive thing because for, like, for one bitcoin forty seven thousand yeah. dollars is that the most expensive thing for one thing on the uh, for, for a stock market
2: what do you mean? you mean? No, no, no. Like, Berkshire 47- Hathaway is like, you know, Berkshire Hathaway is always hovering between two fifty dollars to $500,000. If you want to share? buy one, Per yeah. sh- type in what is Berkshire Hathaway share? Yeah, that, there's that's price sick of Ber- for one share. Well, one share. What is Berkshire yeah, there's, Hathaway there's share A's, price? A's and B's. Yeah, five hundred fifty-three thousand dollars for one share. Right one now. share. <laughs>
4: this, is the cloud. this is the A's. Yeah. Berkshire A. If oh. you
2: have one share of Berkshire, H- go to that's crazy. Go to five year. Uh, go to five year on where You are, go all the way to the right. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so it's good. Yeah, look at it. It's a. It's five hundred fifty-three thousand dollars a share right now for Berkshire Hathaway. I they am. do okay Got if you. you wanted to buy a share.
3: Pat just taught me something. That's, see? They, they no, said, I
5: didn't know that Berkshire five
3: hundred so,
2: own an a, if you own a certain amount of A share or an A share, you get to go to their annual shareholder meeting. That's great. Uh, which is help in Omaha and you hear him go back and forth, which will no longer happen with Charlie. the late Charlie Munger, but yeah, so that's that part. Next, next question. California lawmakers to consider ban on tackle football for kids under the age of 12. Is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? So California lawmakers are set to discuss a bill proposing ban on this for children under 12 with the first public hearing underway. The bill authored by Democratic Assembly member Kevin McCarthy, McCarty, different than the one you think, Aims to protect children from documented brain damage risk associated with tackle football proposed amendments would gradually phase in the ban until 2029 if it passes. Advocates argue that tackle football possesses a significant risk of brain damage, including chronic traumatic uh, encephalopathy or something like that, CTE, and assert that children should not be exposed to these dangers while no state has yet banned youth tackle Football, similar bills introduced in California, New York, and Illinois previously failed to pass despite a decline in high school tackle football participation in California. Wow. A decline in high school tackle football participation in California. There was a 5% increase in 2023, reaching 89,178. Vinny, you know, good idea or bad idea? I, first of all, I, I, I think it's... Look at that participation dropped in tackle football from 15 to 22 by 18%, from 103,000 kids down to 84,000, but last year it went from 84,000 to 89,000. It, Go ahead, it, Danny. It's
5: funny how California cares about kids getting tackled at 12 years old, but guess what? Gender, ca- ch- chop your crotch yeah. off. They're, they're totally cool. Great point. Like, we'll, we'll protect your brain, but when it comes to your crotch and your genitalia, what guess f- what? Get rid of it. Like, <coughs> look, look at the priorities of California. It all comes down to Gavin Newsom. What a... What a Whore, like, who gives, a sh- like, that's your concern, but when it comes to their sexuality and everything, chop it off. I think, it, I think it's stupid. I think at that age, as we all know, Packers, you played, uh, Adam played, Tom, you were doing something. Uh, tackling, at, ta- <laughs> tackling at 12, that's, that's when you're supposed to be getting tackled. And if, God forbid, something happens, you break a bone, it heals like that. That's what gets you tougher. That's what gets these boys to be uh, participating. I I think it's stupid.
4: Who has an opposing position to him, Tom? Are you different than where he's at? I look at it this way. California is trying to protect children. But they're <laughs> really? doing it, yeah, uh, uh, in this one in this narrow one thing, little yeah. way. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy wants to protect kids from tackle football. There's a lot of stats out there. There was also some uh, a year ago. I, in fact, like a year ago, I think I brought the stats to the podcast. If you take a look at families earning more than fifty thousand dollars a year and families earning less than fifty thousand dollars a year, football participation for those over fifty thousand dollars a year was plummeting and you've got stats that is plummeting and lacrosse and soccer were skyrocketing. Those were, those were the replacements because kids want to play. They want to be competitive. Whereas the under 50,000 people still had their kids participating in football. It is a fact that the younger you start, the more you're exposed to CTE and the NFL has had a lot of things going on with CTE and had an unfortunate truth there. I, I just don't think it's, the state to ultimately ban it, this is <clears throat> stepping in more where parents should make decisions. If you're going to ban football completely, ban it. Get that through Congress. See if you can do that. Yeah, good luck. Ban it. Good luck. It's a sport. We play it. It's national. And you can make a decision to do it or not. Now, <clears throat> let me go one, one step further. Now do you step in and say kids under 12 can't ride skateboards and do tricks at the skate parks and can't ride the motocross and do all X Games thing because it's not safe and because you get head injury? Where does it stop? I think it's wrong for California to get involved and to do this. This is parents' decision. If I want to let my kid do X Games uh, skateboard stunts and I'm going to risk the injuries to him, if I'm going to let him Adam. do motocross, yeah. it's up to me as a parent. So, I played football in high school. I played football in college.
3: Let me tell you something. At the end of the day, boys are going to play football, dude. Yep. Uh, Tackling each other. Like, some of my greatest memories, and talk about 12 years old middle school. Any of my friends that are watching the show, remember, every Friday... All the boys, there was 20 of us, whatever it was, we'd go to the, f- the field right behind the school, <laughs> pick teams, and kill each other, dude, <laughs> just destroy each other at 12 years old, 13 yep. years old. We did that every single year, every single Friday, had the best time of our lives to this day. We still talk, bro. Remember when you crack back your boy? That's what boys are gonna do. Yep. But when it comes to actual tackle, so cool, want to play flag football? I get it. If you're young, play flag football. But what football is going to do, and playing with pads is a totally different sport than playing flag. Okay, I know kids that were 12, 13, 14, fast, tough kids. You put some pads on, no, they're out. Forget about that. That's why they say the Jewish guys peak when they're basically 13. I don't know, I outgrew my my, uh, (laughs) six-foot-200 pounds. But what football will do, like no other sport, it'll teach you teamwork, leadership, accountability, commitment, toughness, grit— taking out aggression. We know about testosterone in this country, resilience, masculinity. This is good for young boys. And I don't know how you're going to regulate someone trying to go out back, play the football, throw around the pigskin, Get tough, have fun. You make friends, you make yeah. enemies. You learn about life, all on the football field. Don't overregulate this nonsense.
4: And it teaches you about war because football is basically let's take their land, right? Yeah. And so wow. you get together, you make a plan. <laughs> yeah, it's a war. You go up there with blitzes and bombs and other things, and you're basically trying. to Yeah, take and if, their and land.
5: if you're dude, and it's welcoming. If you're in the LGBTQAI plus community, everybody's wearing tights. If you're the quarterback, <laughs> you can put your hand under a guy's crotch and just yell numbers. Red thirty eight. You could just no. It's welcoming. It's loving. It's you can to right. shower right. with everybody. There's welcoming. great positions wait like a minute, wait tight minute. end, wide
6: receiver,
4: <laughs> wide receiver, just the pulling Vinny, guard. Vinny, we all know about that. Something yeah. football is
5: grooming. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, guys. So it's welcoming. Oh my gosh. But it's uh yeah. I think, dude. I think California has has more important shit to worry about than twelve year old kids wearing their helmets. They're they're protecting their brains. bro. how about protecting. Their gender and not letting them uh, chop off their genitalia. And, and, let, their, and let their
4: parents decide what they play Yeah, sports your mom. And they, or not.
5: Yeah, well, I think that it's a parent's when it comes to the sports thing. I don't think, like Nikki Haley said, going back to Nikki Haley, where they asked her about gender affirming care for a 12 year old. You know what she said? That's, that's up to the parents. No, 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 no. I, because you could be a psychotic m- m- parent and go, you know what? I want my kid. To, to be a girl now He was uh, born a boy Because he told me once That that's what he wants No 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 I don't play that shit You know I'm what sorry, me and man. Vinny do When time
3: to time We're just you know In between podcasts yeah. We literally go outside Yep in the freaking parking lot,
5: and throw and the literally rock. throw I, the route. I throw routes. I do routes on concrete. We're throwing routes. Vinny's laying out. He's tiptoeing I, in the end zone. I, I dented I, Natalia's car. I, I hit my head. But on But you it. caught the ball,
3: Vinny. I caught it and that's Resilience, all that
5: toughness. Yeah, all right. this is what we're talking
2: about. Yeah. yeah. Now Brady very, Matthews,
3: the mouthpiece. We got to work on his By arm the way, a little bit. We've, we've lost control.
2: Off. This was very <laughs> insightful, Vinny. The Thanks. angle you took, yeah. I never thought about how <laughs> welcoming the sport of football really is. Yeah. Level of brilliant, That's what you. Call wisdom though. That's Thank the wisdom you. of a 45 year old man. I appreciate that, Pat. Served in the Air Force. Who's on was the, the airman of the year.
5: You know, I, I, and, but, can, I say, can I say one yeah. thing too. I'm get, I've been getting my necks on. Here, like, just shout out to everybody. Just really fast, Pat, Joe, uh, Robert, Eduardo, Marco. They're all like, Hey, you're getting that suit.
2: <laughs> I love <laughs> you guys. Trying to help you get go, baby. I love Daddy that. need right. a new suit. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the. Let's go to the next tell, one. Tell <laughs> by the way, you see the QR code for some of you guys yeah. that haven't yet manected. Yeah. There I am. Tom Benny just lowered Tom. his price
3: again. Give him a shout-out, guys. guys. It's free. Tom's doing it for free at this point. He don't need the uh, money.
2: Let's go Let's go to the next one. Uh, do we want to go to the underground tunnel? Do you want to go to the yeah, we, comments they made about the assassination, the journalist? Or do you want to go to Eric Adams' migrant staying in homes in uh, I New depend- York? We have,
5: to, we have to do the New York one. Okay, we go to, to which are, the New York we'll, one. Which will all, we'll all stay in New York anyway. Yeah.
2: Let's, let's do York. that. So, New York City students forced... To go remote as city houses nearly 2,000 migrants displaced by storm at their schools. Insane, yes. Oh True, yes. Here we go. So, students at Brooklyn High School were removed to remote learning to accommodate nearly 2,000 migrants evacuated from a storm-threatened tent shelter at Floyd Bennett uh, Field, leading to local residents' concerns. One resident remarked, this is effed up, expressing worry about the immigrant, migrants' background and vetting. And another question, the decision asking, why not send them somewhere where students wouldn't be disrupted? The city's move prompted by concerns of a collapsing tent shelter due to heavy rain and strong winds with gusts up to 70 miles per hour forecast the decision faced backlash from locals and some questioned the suitability of Floyd Bennett's field as a tenth complex with one councilman stating it was common sense. Do you have the clip, Rob, to show this? Is there, is there a video clip I, you have on this? I sent them
5: one of, of a mom, Pat. She's outside the school. They're busing all these people in and she's screaming. It's like midnight. Her kids have to go to school the next day, but now It's canceled. Uh did I send no, Rob, did I send it to you? It's the mom it's the mom's
7: No Rob, you
2: said you have an Eric Adams migrant staying in a home uh, I do. Uh, video. I have a clip
7: of Eric Adams where he says that if the shelters are overrun, uh people may have to start welcoming migrants Play into it. their Play
2: home. Play this. Play this. It's
5: my vision
6: uh to take the next step to this, to go to the faith based uh, locales and then move to uh, private residents. <laughs> uh, they <What>? are residents <laughs> who are By suffering way, faith, faith right faith now because wait, wait, of wait, economic wait. challenges.
2: Go back. They have Tom, I understand spare. what that means. But go back to uh, the, Go back to three seconds. Yeah, play that again. Right there.
3: Uh, locales. And then move to uh,
5: private <laughs> residents. Uh, there are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms. Uh, they have
0: locales, and if we can find a way to get over the 30-day rule and other rules that government has in, in its place, we can take that 4.2 billion dollars,
5: 4.3 it may be now, that we potentially we have to spend, and we can put it back in the pockets of everyday New Yorkers. Listen, what a great idea! do you understand what that means? Yeah, yeah, hold on. yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, what a great idea! Guys, all these illegals. You know what? If you have a daughter, if you have young women in your house, bring in a couple of random dudes <laughs> from another country to be at home with you. And this is this is a lady outside James Madison High School in Brooklyn. This is dude. It's fenced off like January sixth, and look what they're doing. They're busting in. Look at look at this mom. Is the volume, Robert! <laughs> It's like a fortress.
4: Well, that's
5: look at the buses. Cops. Yeah, look, at that. look at this. Look at that. Unbelievable.
2: Okay, pause that. So, so let's, go through. let's go through a couple things here, Tom. Mm-hmm. What do you mean mayor says? Residents. Number one. So, so you mean to tell me I have to take on people to stay at my house? And and take care of them. Why do I have to do that? So your bad policies, I'm the beneficiary of it. You chose that bad policy of sanctuary city. You chose that bad policy of inviting them. Some hey, remember that? Do you have that one clip of the governor saying? If other places don't want you, come come here. Come to New York. We come to New York. It's like, no, listen, you guys got to go. This shit's not working. (laughs) You got to turn back around and go. It is not going to be happening. What happened? This is called bad policies have consequences. And no wonder Governor Cuomo said people left. I'm just telling you. And they're not. Coming back, we lost tax revenue from the rich that went to Florida. Why do you think they left to Florida? Why do
4: you think they did that, right? Tom, when you hear something like this, what do you think about? First of all, let's break this down. The 30-day rule he's talking about is Airbnb. People were complaining. Let's say the three of you live in some townhouses, some brownstones. I made some money. And so I also have a place in Florida and I come down to Florida for the winter. I start renting my brownstone, which is right between in the middle of the three of you, as an Airbnb. Sometimes it gets a little loud. Sometimes people are smoking dope out in front because it was five college guys that were in town for the Army-Navy game. You guys complained in New York, hey, this Airbnb short-term rental crap has got to stop. Okay, great. We're going to put the 30-day rule in here that if you're renting it for less than 30 days, that Um, you can't do that. And so they did that in there to stop Airbnb in the city. Now they're coming back saying the 4.2, 4.3 billion, let's put that into the pockets of New Yorkers and get around the 30 day rule. In other words, wait a minute, Tom's empty brownstone. Let's pay Tom, but let's put illegal immigrants in there the three of you are going to go back to city hall and go wait a minute i thought we came to city hall that said tom was running it out to short-term rentals and crazy people that were smoking dope out front and these frat guys in town for army navy games and i thought we put an end to the short-term airbnb because it was affecting our neighborhood you're telling me now that we stopped that you're going to tell tom tom's going to get money not from airbnb but from Eric, Eric's going to give me some of that 4.2 billion dollars to put illegal aliens for a short term in my brownstone. Listen. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what you just heard. Yeah, yeah. I may be getting a little loud and emotional here. No, I love but it. But that is what we just heard. You got to give. I'm it to the You, you got to give it to the Democrats. We're like, well, of course.
5: How, how else are you supposed to treat? Wait a minute, treat- we could be an Airbnb with taxpayer money. How else are you supposed to treat your voters, Patrick? How how are Democrat voters, because this is what these people are, like, you got to kick out. Can you imagine? You're a father. Your kids at one time, they're going to high school in Brooklyn. And imagine the phone call. Hey, your kids can't come in uh, tomorrow, possibly for the week. And you're like, oh, my God, was there was there a gas leak? Was there-? No, no, no. People that don't belong in the country have to go and sleep inside that school because those are, voter, those are future voters for decades to come for, for, the, for the party. And if you think about it, I'm from Yonkers, New York. Okay? A lot of people talk, oh, Yonkers ain't New York. Shut up. Okay, New York City has fallen. It has literally become Gotham City. Cry- and you nailed it. What did you talk about? How many times have you said it? Bad ideas, bad policies. This is what you get. It's get basically got them. Wow. Okay, crime is skyrocketing. There's migrants taking over high schools. There's tunnels with Jewish people just digging under buildings. Look at the party. Dude, what is going <laughs> on? Yeah, and by the way, we'll show it at the end. You saw the video of it. But yeah. what is going on with New York City, bro? It used to be the greatest city on the planet. Not what? anymore, bro. It's you talked ridiculous. about bad policies. Uh he says it all the time. I, of course. He's
3: right. So this whole He's sanctuary city concept, like let's just break that down for a second. That concept is being exposed. Because essentially what it comes down to is that it's prioritizing the illegals over citizens. <laughs> it's prior- prioritizing migrants over students. I get it that you need to have some empathy, but what happened to the rule of law in this land? Doesn't so, apply. Meanwhile, uh you see what Texas is dealing with. Millions, millions of illegals crossing the border. Let a couple t- tens of thousands come to New York City or Nantucket or Marcus yeah. Vineyard. Oh, no, 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 no. And no speaking English. Yeah. Aquí or not no, no, no. Exactly. So this is what Texas is do. There you go. Speaking of Biden right there. Listen. If you add up Obama and Trump, it still wouldn't be as much as whatever's happened than under last Biden. three terms okay. three. combined. So three whatever terms. this is. Meanwhile, Biden and Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, I guess haven't even spoken in a year. Nope. They're not even on the same page whatsoever. I don't know what the governor, Kathy Holcomb's doing or out there, but it's a mess. But when you're prioritizing illegals or migrants over your citizens, look what they did in California. They're giving... Illegals, migrants, free health care. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got and veterans me, being homeless. To, yeah. So the, 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 when we say it's all jacked up, something's jacked up going to this country. And, and just imagine being that guy in New York when they're like, "Hey, here's your new roommate, Pico," and he's like, "Hello." <laughs> My, Hello. hey come to- I, I come to live with you <laughs> what, what do you mean what do you mean yeah Yeah. You, i said i'm going to be your roommate on top of your yeah head. no what? no yeah we're going to put a bunk bed what with- no
5: i'm not no but but you asked why adam you said pablo, why
3: pablo, pablo,
2: honey. Pablo, pablo honey you pablo come to
5: but if you, but if you guys really think let, let's really let's bring it all the way back is why don't don't fall into this bullshit humanitarian oh we like aoc and all these people oh my god going to the border and hugging it and crying and those cages that trump built will bear under obama so let's let's go all the way back it's votes it's 100 votes and if you even respect elon this much rob is actually on elon's page his last go to elon musk's last let's say 50 tweets 40 of them are this. In the USA, you don't need government-issued ID to vote, and you can mail in your ballot. Do you know what that is called? Cheating. That's why all these people are... Oh,
2: by the way, that's so funny you're saying that. This data. Pull this one up. Zoom in on this one. This is very important. You know what this is? What is that? Zoom out a little bit. In the first time in the history of America, never has this happened. This is the first time we have more illegal immigrants coming in in a month than actually giving birth to children, wait, look at that. Wait, what? That's what that is. This is the the red is uh, illegal immigrants coming in. The blue is number of kids born in U.S. on a daily basis. Oh my! God. We have more illegal immigrants coming in a single day, single month than kids being born in America. We've never had two hundred twenty-five thousand people coming a month ever. The three records of the previous biggest months ever were all broken under Biden. Last month, December, two hundred twenty-seven thousand in the first twenty-seven days. Holy 28 days. Shit. Yeah, And by the way, outside of this, it's very important when you think about voting. Rob, uh, go to my last tweet. I think it's the second to the last tweet. So yesterday we're creating a, creating a, a video on illegal immigration, which is going to come out probably next week. Yeah, zoom in on this one. Look at this here. 16 states in America don't require any photo ID to vote. How'd that happen? That's just a law. <laughs> 22 states require photo ID to vote, okay? That tells you how many people have come here, 8.476 million Illegal immigrant encounters since 2021, more than last previous uh, three terms combined. I said at this pace, America will be Venezuelan ter- three terms sure. if something doesn't happen to America. By the way, just a question. Yeah. Okay? Can we Google something together, Rob? Okay, Can you Google something with me here? Google... And, Tom, please let the audience enjoy it without giving the answer. We know you know the answer. Just wait for this to go through. Tom knows. 16! Yeah, seriously. Which president deported the most people ever? Okay? Could you want us to guess? Which president deported the most people ever? Matter of fact, if you want to make it even easier, type in Google deporter... In chief, can I? Can we guess? Wait, deporting. Do you know the answer to the question or no? I
3: think I think I know who it is. Who is I think it? it's Obama.
2: It's Obama. Really, the deporter in chief. No president on record has ever deported more people. What a racist, than Pat. Barack. Obama. Racist. Yeah. Well, and Biden's making up for it on his right. term yeah. right now. Is that how
3: you, how's your VP? But let me help you out here. What a racist. Reverse those that's numbers. That's racist.
2: And, and what is going to be great is this. You know how perfect this is for a guy named Donald J. Trump? Uh-huh. He's going to say, look, they called Barack Obama. He should say this because I know they listen to the podcast. Come on, chaos, Mr. Trump. Chaos yesterday 10, 20 times. Chaos, chaos, yeah. chaos. All you have to say is we all know the goat." Everybody talks about the GOAT. Greatest. The GOAT of deporting illegal immigrants in the history of America is Barack Obama, mm-hmm. okay? Do you know who called him the deporter-in-chief? You can go to ABC News. This is not like Fox News type of stuff, by the way. Everybody, left, right, center, everybody, okay? Look at ABC News. Obama has deported more people than any other president. This is not ABC News, deporter-in-chief, okay? Wow. Deporter-in-chief, right? All Trump has to say is come and say, look, as somebody who's fairly competitive, I'm going after the goat. And who's that, Mr. Trump? I should say this. I know. Yeah. Who, said, who you? As, 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 uh, you guys know I'm pretty competitive, but I, I, there is a goat I'm chasing. Who's that, Mr. Trump? There is a goat I'm chasing, and that goat is the goat of deporting illegal immigrants. Wow, who's mm-hmm. that? Barack Obama deported hmm. more people than anybody else matter of fact go google Deporter in chief <laughs> tell that to the american people oh and you'll see who'll come <laughs> oh up Kind of barack bro. obama so when i do become president and i do deport the people don't get upset at me i'm following the footsteps of a democrat that you love and admire so much because he's <laughs> so gentle and yeah. awesome and Boom. welcoming and caring and all this stuff He's the goat of deporting. Oh I'm going God. after him. <laughs> okay. and I, Records and
4: I, are meant to be broken. Here yeah. I come. And, you know, I know that they listen.
2: Yeah.
5: I don't know if you because I watched the Trump thing. Yeah. He took a jab at his <laughs> shoes, too. He did a jab at his boots. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it last time. Adam, what were you going to say? Who did that. So oh, uh, well, uh, Trump, so Trump yesterday mentioned the boots.
3: Oh, he did do the boots thing.
5: He did the boots. Well, it just well, goes it. to show the media do,
3: will do their spin job because we always talk about the difference between personality versus policy. Obama's policy deported more than any president of all time but it was gangster on the surface trump's personality was the one that was deporting all the people i think at this point in our country you don't have to be a right-wing kook to realize you know that wall idea we talked about yeah kind of might want to think into that so much so that you know it's kind of slow key helping build that wall uh, joe biden yeah. So, you know, walls aren't racist, especially when there's people flooding into your country yeah. we will build a big, beautiful door. We'll, yeah. I agree in legal immigration, but uh, what, at this point what, with the, with the <clears throat> people storming, the the border we're gonna have to well,
5: uh, do something with well the only mold. thing that they care about storming is the capital they don't care about the border they just right. care about a, a, a building that i said that nobody, for you I, I love you but here's my question to you adam at what what is i mean we're almost done it's four years it's it's the damage has been done that's that should be the the thing yeah. for donald trump it's but uh, where, <gasps> where 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 are where is the left the voters the people where is the outrage when you see numbers? Because those charts aren't secret. He didn't, he didn't dive deep into some rabbit hole. That is all over the internet. We're going to have over, let's say, 16 to 18 by the time Biden's done. Trump said 18. Where are the loud voices of the Democrat voters going? I know what you're saying, Adam. It's like, oh, they're starting to talk. Yeah. Shouldn't you be screaming on the top of rooftops? Because now the, the mayor of New York is saying, guys, we're gonna to get to a point where yeah. you're gonna to have to take them into your house. What are we talking about? Are you freaking banana? So that's my thing to all the Democrats out there, all you shit talking Trump people, where are you at? Where have you? If it was Trump right now, forget it. It'd be over. But you guys are just sitting on your hands with your mouth shut because you can't admit that this guy was a shit and didn't want anybody to come in here unless they came in here. Leaving. All right,
2: let's go to the Period. next story. Let's go and talk about Fauci. Fauci flip-flopped <laughs> during the first seven-hour session of grilling before House. Okay. Uh, so let's see what Fauci did here to uh, page <laughs> nine. Niner. Okay, here we go. During a congressional hearing, Dr. Anthony Fauci evaded more than 100 questions about COVID lab leak theory and his ties to Wuhan, with House Republican accusing him of plain semantics to avoid admitting funding of dangerous research in China that might have sparked The pandemic, Fauci acknowledged signing off on millions of dollars in grants without reviewing proposals, exposing a lack of oversight in his agency. Fauci commissioned a paper to disprove the lab leak theory and cited it during a White House briefing without disclosing his involvement. He also backtracked on previous claims that the U.S. did not fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan and he couldn't confirm the existence of oversight protocols for lab-receiving federal funds. And uh, there's more to that, but I'll pause right here. Vinny, thoughts? Well, well, well first of all, let's, let's he's a bureaucrat, right? He
5: puts the rat in bureaucrat. I, I, I think he's a despicable person. If you've read uh, RFK's book, uh, The Real Dr. Fauci, bro, it, it'll blow your mind. If you have time, even on audiobook, listen to it. It'll change your mind. I know people <coughs> in California that would have those. What were those things called, Robbie? On the lawn where it's just like him. They that, That's the left. That was the left's savior but uh if you think about it this hearing wasn't televised it's behind closed doors the word that you read he evaded 100 questions you don't get to evade when it comes to millions of people's lives you have to answer but as we all know he is untouchable okay zero accountability you talked about this uh what was this year's year of chaos last year was what your investigation Investigation. Investigation. yeah but you know what Patrick, it went from your investigation to zero convictions. C- investigate, investigate, investigate. No convictions. No wonder why we're turning into the year of chaos. Because people are furious, bro. This freaking rat, he walks around with security that's deeper than the president's, bro. I saw him walking on that interview for CBS or whatever. There's guys with microphones. There's people on, on the roof protecting him. Because we know what Fauci is. We know what the hell, what he did. Um, and yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. And by the way, the social distancing... I'm pretty sure everybody out there remembers. Do you know how I knew it was complete BS Hmm. when I walked into any Hmm. airport? Yeah. Every airport you walked into, every one foot was a six-foot social distance, social distance, social distance. But we got on the plane, everybody was just bushed up on each other's faces. I'm like, what does social distancing have to do with anything? It's all bullshit. And now the fact that he has to be protected behind closed doors, I think it's bullshit. People like that, their feet have to be held to the fire. Seriously. Seriously.
2: No accountability, when, zero. When, the, when there is, uh, you know, they're talking about retribution, and you know, massive success is the the same as retribution. There's got to be an element of accountability. That's the only thing I'm asking. For. Are we going to get it though? Yeah, I think I think Trump has to. He, I, he, there's a part of me that thinks he will or he won't because. You know, he also brags about how successful the War Speed, you know, Operation War Speed was. I don't know if he's going to go after Fauci. Play this clip. This is what Rand Paul said, what happened behind closed-door testimony. Go for it.
8: One thing that's consistent about Anthony Fauci is what he says in private is largely true. What he says in public is largely a lie. <laughs> when asked about the masks
5: mask. by a fellow co-worker, Sylvia Burwell, oh, yeah. he told her the truth. He said the masks Two don't masks. work because the pores are bigger Their than the virus.
8: study revealed and, that about the influenza virus. But then Nine in public, masks. he
5: wears three masks. In private, <laughs> he tells his colleagues, you don't really need to wear one. It's the same with immunity. It's the same with the vaccines. And it's really the same with gain of function. In private... He said, yes, we're suspicious that the virus was manipulated,
8: looks manipulated, and we know they're doing gain of function in Wuhan. He describes it. That's in a private email in public. To this day, he still denies that they funded any gain of research, gain of function research in Wuhan. It's all an but entire lie. And,
5: but, and, and but, but you nailed it. I, 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 I'm not disagreeing, but I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the fence where I'm kind of upset, where I'm like, why do we have to wait for a Trump or whatever? These guys are in Congress. I don't care who runs the House. It makes me more and more by the day, and Brandon says this a lot, guys, he says, it's a uniparty. There's no such thing as Democrat. There's no such thing as Republican. They're on the same team because the facts are the facts. I don't there's care what a,
2: There's a part of that that I agree with you because yesterday we're having lunch, and Tom told us what happened with uh, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Do you know how the world found out about Monica Lewinsky, where everybody realized it's true?
5: Was it her friend told her to save the dress that had the stuff on it?
2: Okay, and then what happened with the dress and the stain? Uh, um, Ken Starr went Mm -hmm. to the White House, took blood from Bill Clinton, and that matched the stain on the dress. How did he get the blood
4: from Tom? He Managed to get a federal subpoena, and on August third, oh, wow. they went in and they August third of what year? This would have been
3: 1996 or something. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Wow. And then on August 19th is when Bill Clinton went on TV and did the do the accent, please, Tom. What did he say? Uh, Come on! I didn't he went have on TV that sexual night. Sexual relations with that woman solely and individually liable. <laughs> Oh, that's the one. He sp- oh, that's yeah. when he spoke to American people. I did have an inappropriate relationship yeah. with Missalensky. He should have just been like, look. Because on August third, they I took mean, the blood. But do you know, four days later, they had the DNA results that matched the dress, and Ken Starr was was going to leak it. There was all kinds of things that were going on. The late Ken Starr and Clinton knew it, and Clinton knew he was cornered, and that's when Clinton wow. spoke. By, to by the way, American you people. know why
2: I'm bringing this up? Why am I bringing this up? Because, Fauci, investigation. If they want to. They can find out. You know, you got uh, uh, the the information with whose cocaine it was at the White House. If you really wanted to, FBI, you could find out. Yesterday, do you have the clip on how Hunter Biden shows up to court? Um, And this looks like straight up out of a movie. Like, seriously, this looks straight up out of a mob movie. And it's a documentary about, you know, Gotti or one of the bosses from the past. Watch this. Go on and play this. For five minutes.
8: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, you excuse going? me,
4: Hunter. Oh, apparently, oh, oh. you're afraid of my going. words.
8: Uh, here goes. That's Hunter
2: Brighton just walked out. <laughs> Un- untouchable. Oh. Untouchable. i that like to reclaim was- my
1: time,
5: Mr. Chairman. Burst their <laughs> wow, that's too bad.
2: They just walk out. Uh, so, um, and by the way, that, uh, that's like the mob's biggest mob boss's son just says, you can't do nothing to me because I'm untouchable. He's going do you know, do you know, to I'm be untouchable. pardoned. He's do you know? going
4: to be pardoned at the 11th
5: By hour. By the way, there was 4K cameras. They're shooting a document. I'm not joking. They're shooting a documentary of him. There was mm-hmm. a camera crew with him. This is all stage, and it's all. it's But all, you know how disrespectful that is? Nobody stops him. It's all the show, dude. It's all the show. Play the clip of him with the Fox News, the seven-second one that you just had. Oh, I, I sent Rob a really good one from behind. I have, yeah, do that one after,
8: Rob. Could you please? I'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement. Okay? What do you crack? Do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? Let me. What? what did he say? What, say what
4: kind of crack? of crack do you normally I, I, smoke?
5: I sent one to. I sent legitimate one? question. Yeah, what kind? Is it good? Is it Colombian? That's Rob, act- Rob, look at this. Think about where we're at in society this, right now. That's this is an a, this, actual legitimate question. Rob, bro, the one that I What's your crack you? preference, sir? I like the two. There's a different angle. Look at this angle. Look. Look at this. This is. Oh, it's uh, one of we, those we yeah. can't see. Oh, I don't so know why this.
2: Rob, let's check to see what's going on with this so we can fix it for next time.
5: Okay, oh, pl- you want me to play it? My yeah, name. You got it. Be, uh,
2: oh, is this one where they're asking he they actually ask responds to him? Well
5: th- oh, no, does it he looks like look, listen this is <laughs> this is reported.
2: My name is
4: Heisenberg.
7: Hunter, what's your favorite type of crack? <laughs> Are you on crack today? <laughs> he
2: looks he looks? He's like <laughs> Do
7: you like shooting cocaine or smoking crack?
5: More? <laughs> <laughs> well, Hunter looked yeah. at him like does your does your face, like, does your face itch, sir? So I think going to your point is it, it takes somebody with with brass Ken balls Stark. like Ken And Stark. credibility credibility to, yeah. because because the system's not doing it. It takes one person to just give us that little nugget. That little dude, can you imagine? And what a great advice from her friend, like Monica. Do not. Wash that dress. You save it. Yeah. Save that dress, cause you never know. You it was a Linda times, trip. Yeah, you know how many times Monica Lucy's is probably gonna go out and she's like, "I'm gonna wear this." Uh, there's stuff on that one. Yeah, you don't want to save wear that, that one. one for the future. So. But think about where we're at in
3: society right now. That actual legitimate press is asking the su- the president's son, sitting. <laughs> What's your yeah. What's your preference on when it comes to crack? Yeah. Uh, I like the kind that comes with some extra prostitutes and some blow on the side. Yeah. But dude,
5: it's a laughing stock and it it should be. It's unbelievable that that is the the president of the United States' son is shooting a documentary and he's a crackhead. But guess what? The arrogance of walking around like, yo, what are you going to do? Nobody could do anything to him, just like they can't do anything to uh, uh, Bill Klan, just like they can't do anything to Dr. Fauci. They're on the same team, and they protect each other, and you can't do shit about it. And remember, Hunter
7: Biden is the smartest man that Joe Biden has ever met. Yeah, Those are Joe Biden's yeah, words. Well, His crackhead son is the smartest man he's ever Well, like
3: if that. you can do crack and then also do Bill, no, billion-dollar no, business deals— you are. Look at Elon out there. He's doing some drugs. He's the richest nah, man in the
5: world. I, that's a There's allegedly. levels to the drugs, like we talked about last Let me explain time. something. Allegedly. You um, know that
3: Elon's partying. Time out. Stay, time out. You
5: can't even put... Elon's allegedly shit Took all the footage of him. Smoking I'm smoking crack not, and rain I'm just it. saying,
3: some great people tend to do drugs sometimes. I don't know. I, There's different levels. By to the way, this. if
5: you show me proof, I will believe it. But guess what, Hunter, Hunter? Just go on X and put Hunter crack. There's videos of him in bathtubs, and he's a disgusting human being. Bro. Believable? One, he's one, one piece but piece of but shit. I, I will say one thing. Look at it. Look at it. Look at the president, the, mo- the smartest man he knows. Look at that guy. Smart enough to record himself doing crack. And being with girls that look like they're underage, it's, he's a scumbag. He, he should
3: he should be uh, not seen in public. We, yet he's he's making documentaries and Adam, he's in the middle of. I, all, we gotta
5: hurry up. I want to go play yeah. football, so I don't know what's what true. Talking look about. at those teeth right there. Oh, that's a wow. second set, by the way. Wow, he probably smoked a couple of them. He smoked wow. Parmesan cheese. He said on <clears> the carpet.
2: Yeah, so let's let's do so, okay. Okay, obviously, let's do the last story here. Yeah, Rob, see if you can pull up the feud between Jason Whitlock and yes. uh, and. Uh, um, Stephen, Stephen A. Smith. Smith, why don't you you have the Whitlock clip all the way at the top? So why don't you play the Whitlock clip first? Oh, Some happened, me, okay? So obviously we know Cat Williams, mm-hmm. he, you know, came out and he called oh, out man. everybody, and it became the most viewed podcast of the last, I want to say, twenty four months. That's been the most viewed, forty plus million views, garnered over half a million subscribers to Club Shay Shay, aka Shannon Sharp. And, you know, whatever you want to say about Shannon Sharp, I thought he did a great job with the interview. Sometimes the gift of an interview is to ask the question, be quiet, let the guy answer the question, and then let the market decide. Credibility, truth, not right. You do that part. That's what you know. This is not true. He said this, then hold Cat Williams accountable. I thought it was a great interview. But here's Jason Whitlock, inspired by Cat Williams. Go for it. Stephen A. Smith is the Kevin Hart of the sports media. Oh, shoot. There's music. is a plant. What's gonna happen with this? Turn off, turn off the music stuff. Oh my God! You have to put. So he's he's comparing Stephen A. Smith to Cat Williams. uh, I'm sorry, to uh, uh, Kevin Hart that he's a plant and they gave him money and the fact that he averaged one and a half points a game in one game. How do you average one and a half points a game if you only played one game and your knees, all this other stuff snapped. And anyways, this is Stephen A. Responding <laughs> to him, and by the way, Stephen A. I've never heard him talk about Jason Whitlock ever. Me neither. I've, I've not heard it, Me and either. I've listened to Jason uh, to uh, uh, Stephen A. for a long time, and uh, I've never heard him so uh, heard him talk about Whitlock. But go ahead and play this clip.
0: Did you tell them that once the same article in Deadspin came out?
2: No, this, not later later. this wrote, is not a rob. This is not it. There's
5: one where he says, "I'm gonna." Call, I called my priest, and he yeah. called this pastor, and said, "Hey." Uh, don't look at me this week because I'm going to do something that you've never seen before.
2: Yeah, he, he just flat out called him out is what he did. So if, if oh, this is, is it. this the one? Yeah, go ahead and play. Go ahead, Rob.
5: Oh, no, more
0: music. I said that name. Oh, it's no, not a name music. I've uttered.
2: I normally don't do that.
5: But it's necessary to do
0: that. now. That, oh, that's, that's the music. music. Can't, that, yo, no, that, that, that's that's
5: the LL Cool J right there. No, no, it's not. That's uh, not a... Uh, that's Nas. Oh, that's Ethan. Uh, anyway, baby.
2: so he go ahead and tell the story. What happened? What did Stephen, just, a. S- Stephen Smith a. Smith say? Stephen A.
5: just said, like, li- like listen, you're going to make a video like that. He's like, I called my friends. I told my colleagues. He goes, and I told the people at ESPN. Shout out to what he did here. This is actually pretty great. He yeah. goes, this is, I work with you all on ESPN, but this is my show. And I have carte blanche to do whatever I want on my podcast. I own my podcast. I own my podcast. He goes, I called my friends. I called my family, I called my colleagues, and he goes, I told my pastor, and I told them, mm-hmm. listen, you're about to see a side of me that you've never seen, so just respect it. I got to go in, and then after yeah. that, I'm done. I'm not I, – I, dude, I gained so much more. I always respected him, but I actually didn't see him go in. Did you see the – No, you he, the,
3: I don't think he has done it yet, but you know how they say – it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah. He's not asking for nothing. Zero. I don't need your permission. Yeah. I don't need forgiveness. I'm going scorched in. earth on this, dude. I'm going dude. in. I can't wait to see what it is. Rob, yeah. I just sent
2: you the clip. Rob, I just sent you a clip to play. With no music. Where, where it, it, this was the main one that went viral. If you want to. Did, did you get it or no? Did I not send it to you? Maybe I sent it to myself. It hasn't come through. <laughs> hasn't come through yet. And I probably texted to myself. But look, in a situation like this, okay, there's a couple things you need to know. We're not in this world, right? Meaning we're not in the sports world where we know the the history, the politics, the track record, who got a contract, who took someone's job. Whitlock used to be with who? He, didn't he have a show back in the days with ESPN or where was he at? He was an ESPN guy with Keith Olbermann and all those guys, right? He's kind of like from that era. And then all of a sudden there was a fallen out and they said certain things about him. But play this clip here from Stephen A. If it plays. Okay, there you go. Fantastic.
5: Here we go.
0: And please do not allow this to be a reflection on my character, because this is not how I act every day. But I mean it from my soul when I say this is the worst human being I've ever known. Wow. Wow. Damn. I don't know of another human being worse than Jason Willock. Wow. He is a piece of shit. Oh! Wow. He's the dude that's going to have a funeral and ain't going to be no pallbearers. (laughs) might be two people to show up. Damn. He's that dude. Wow. He is the absolute worst. And he lies. And he incriminates. And he tries to set people up to fail, to big up himself because he can't do it on his own. He had a television show. He failed. He's had opportunities one time after another. He doesn't measure up. And now he's coming at the big dog. And let me tell you something right now. I am the big dog. I ain't the only one. I ain't the only one. There's plenty. Skip Bayless, apologies to him, too, for bringing up Jason Whitlock's name in the same sentence as him. But we all know what time it is.
2: Everyone knows. I think in this space, he's the number one. All the executives all he's the, networks, the yeah.
0: They know what a piece of shit he is. Wow. And they begged me not to do this. But even my pastor, A.R. <laughs> Bernard, said, I'm not happy about it. But every now and then, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs>
5: <The> <laughs>
0: I Lord. promise you. And and last, the, Lord like
5: Lord, the green light from the Lord. I won't
0: do this again. I promise you. I know you're cringing. You didn't want me to do this. I'm sorry, sis. This is the-
5: it was necessary.
0: He's a sorry, fat piece of shit. <laughs> a no- of the worst order. There's wow! a
5: clip right there. Sorry, wow! fat piece of shit, Rob. There it is. Oh, my God. That's the title, Rob. That's,
0: That's the title right there.
5: Oh, my God.
0: And I want to make sure everybody knows that.
5: He said mother effort," but they bleeped it out.
0: And I said to Isaiah Thomas, and I, I said see. to Dan Lebertard, if you care anything about our friendship, don't ever call me about him again. Oh, my
5: God.
0: Again. I'm a very forgiving person. Not with him. Wow. I don't care what beef I had. I don't care how many of you out there that hate me, whatever former athletes, all this stuff. Man, please, I'm sorry. Because I certainly don't hate y'all. We might have our differences from time to time, but it ain't never that. This is the exception. Wow. I hate this bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. In bit. <laughs> by the way, every He's time
2: it's like worst it's human being. <laughs> we we human got it. You can pause there, it yeah. at this point. Worst human <laughs> he, being ever. Yo, but
5: I love how like he goes back. He he goes back to like, and I talk
2: to this guy. <laughs> Sorry, but back. you a fat piece of <laughs> yeah. shit. But I talk to my. By, sister. by the way, yeah. have you ever heard him talk like this? Never, well, like, never. In never.
5: the not <clears> one time, and it's like. But, what do like, you think? What do you think? I,
3: the I, only I, people that he clowns worse than this are the Dallas Cowboys, I, and that's a continual yeah, joke. But, but I, this is ain't no
5: joke. But here's here's my thought: A, it has to be really really bad for him to do this because as a Christian, and you know this, and Tom, I know you know this. It, I could I I've lost my temper. I can't even count. Probably gonna lose it today. Who knows? But to 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 sin to is, know that a, you're gonna sin. It is to a Know day. that you're gonna do it, and like I think, like listen, I feel him. Trust me, I probably would have done worse. But as a Christian you call your pastor this isn't a good look for him though I mean for who for for Stephen A Smith because the eyeballs are going to be there obviously but if you're going to be this Christian guy and you know he is and you if you call your pastor and even your pastor goes hey, Go for it. What are we talking about? I, don't you know, I like be- that. No, no, I, no but have I the
3: humility. To, by the way, to me, I don't give two shits about his religion. He can no, be Christian, Catholic, no, Jewish, Muslim. I don't hold care. Hold on, hold on. The bigger. It got personal. The bigger person. And he's going right after I, I it directly. But hold on. The fact that he called his pastor and his pastor's like, Yeah, you do it, dog. I, I don't yeah, care, dog. Here's, qu- here's my question. Do what you got to do, Stephen A. To,
5: to all of you, do you think real talk with this hate, if he sees him in public, does he fight him? That's who I am. Oh, these are two, these are two 55 year old men, sh- no, 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 former no, that, athletes. That, that, who no, gives a no, shit? No, 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 no. Jason no. Whitlock's so fat he probably can't get out of no, the out of the house. No, no but so. that's, that's how I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I don't give a shit about none of that. If I have this much hate to another dude, when I see you in public, it's on. Because these are just words. This is just Vinny. You want to step outside, bro? Adam, you're gonna. You get- want to step outside, it's Vinny? Wor- it's not worth getting Where do back here. Too dirty. <laughs> it ain't working in the backyard. your too dirty. But, but Adam, you, I love you. But you know what I'm saying, though. Do you think they're gonna fight? Minute, no. What do you
2: think about Whitlock?
5: I'm not a fan of him. From what I'm, from what the oh. situation that we dealt with here, I lost all respect for him. And when you're supposed to be <clears throat> fearless, but all I'm seeing from the guy is fear, Fearful. I don't respect them. I don't respect them. Man, uh-huh. he, was walking a lot of he was
4: walking around the park. Remember, he was walking around the parking lot. He was talking to somebody on the phone. All of a sudden, he's trying to cross D- Dixie Highway. He couldn't do it. He's looking like an alien, <laughs> alien trying to cross the border out there, completely confused. Yeah. And it's, and he just finally goes over to some other parking lot and calls an Uber or something. I'm like, what is with this guy? Yeah. He is so lost. He, he's trying to make a point. He's trying to, I'm talking about Whitlock, trying to make a point on his own podcast, trying to say this. But in the middle of it, you seem like he's got this confused man that's full of angst that's picking on people, it's like, I don't get him. Yeah, there's a lot of F-words you could
3: use for Jason Whitlock. Fearless ain't one of them. I'd go
4: fat, <laughs> fluffy,
3: f- fudge, fake. Fudge. You know, according to Stephen A. Smith, he's an f P-O-S. We all get it. Yeah. Fearless ain't the word, though. Sorry, Jason. What do you think?
2: I don't know. I'm going to – no comments on this one.
5: <laughs> what the
3: hell did you
2: think, Joe? Everybody said what they said about him. Now, listen, my experience with him, I, I, I was uh, confused because – If somebody's a gamer and the whole situation was we were going to have a podcast here and and we already said our thoughts on that. I don't want to revisit that. But in a situation like this, you know, where I think Whitlock was trying to have his viral Cat Williams moment, but nobody cared. Mm -hmm. Meaning he thought he's Cat Williams and the market said, bro, you're you're not you're not not (laughs) Cat Williams, bro. Yeah, you're not Cat Williams. There's Cat Williams. Then there's you. You are not at the Cat Williams category. No. Maybe he thinks he is. Okay. Maybe he thinks he is. Maybe he's going to leak other things. Maybe he's going to bring up other stories. Great. But you know the the inspiration of him wanting to be the modern day Cat Williams of the sports radio.
0: Not. It, no. it, it
2: fell. Horrible. However, in his uh, uh, credit, he did get balls. Stephen A. to respond 100, to him. 1,000%. And, you know, good for you if you're doing that. But it wasn't the right kind of respond nope. you want to get. So, anyways, Rob, have we have we do we have any big stories that we haven't covered? Because I know it's the weekend. If we got another one we want to do, we can do it. If not, I got to go upstairs. I think we're good. Gang. Do we have one tomorrow or no podcast? tomorrow? Yeah, we
7: do. We apparently, do. with uh, we mentioned John Stewart earlier. We have the Egyptian John Stewart tomorrow. Bassam Youssef. Oh, Bassam sure. Youssef yes.
2: is here tomorrow. Fantastic. Okay, that should be in, that should be interesting. So, gang, mm-hmm. tomorrow we'll do a podcast. We'll see you guys there. Meanwhile, remember, there's an election going on, the most important one. Adam. Tom and Vinny, please. Manek, manek, me guys, please vote with your manek. I want vote a, for vote. Vinny. I want Tom has another to
5: Tom doesn't need the money. Tom doesn't need a suit. I have two suits. I have three vests. I need your support.
2: God bless everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye 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 bye.
5: <laughs> yeah, Whatever, Adam.